This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Dog. Am I ready? Okay, what happens after one? What happens after one? Oh my God, the show's live. Hey everybody, welcome back to the best show. It's a fun night here, a Tuesday in November of 2022. And uh, I want to welcome you all to an exciting episode of the best show. The phone number 201-989-0012. If you want to get in on the action, you call up or talk. We're just going to chit chat for a while. And then we got a very special segment. A friend of the show, Gary the Squirrel, has a uh, he's doing a talk show on the Forever Dog Network now, and we decided to give him a little bit of the real estate uh, for the uh, on the best show. It was it's actually, to be fair, out of my hands. It's a decision by management. Um, I go where I'm told. Yes, sir. No, sir. Where do I go, sir? What do I say, sir? That's the best Kinks album, not Village Green. All the true heads know what I'm talking about. Um, That'll be later in the show. We're going to have some fun talk and wit whatnot throughout the show. I uh, got a fun announcement. Um, Yeah, all sorts of crap. Yes. Oh, look at this. Oh, no. Is that a portent of things to come? And portent's a big word. It's a little word, but it actually has big meaning. Uh, I'm an author. I can throw words like portent around. Uh, yes, the portent of things to come. There we go. What's this? Uh, Freaking, uh, what do we got going here? I don't like any of this. I don't like the fact that Seinfeld. Seinfeld. It's my favorite show. Seinfeld. I don't think that's just Seinfeld. We'll come back. It's like, like I'm in Brazil here all of a sudden. I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right, my friends. We'll start the best show in a minute. But I want to tell you all that, uh, wait, my mic's not working now. Okay. There it is. We're working it out. We got it. We changed everything around to accommodate Gary the squirrel. You got to respect the star power, huh? Right. When the stars come out, you respect the stars. And let's go to the phones and make sure everything's up and running. 201-989-0012. Let's start the best show. Best show, best show, best show. Keep on laughing with the radio on Tuesday night, on Tuesday. 
Hey, everybody. Wait, that doesn't work. Um, everybody, welcome back to the best show. Uh, my name's Tom. I'm the host of the show. Um, yeah. I'm going to turn these headphones. Okay, we're back. Hey, welcome back to The Best Show. I'm Tom, the host of The Best Show. And boy, oh boy, do we have a good show for you tonight. We got Gary the Squirrel Show happening later in the program. We got, uh... Can we, can we, um... Can we finish up the, uh... The map? Is that too tricky tonight? Yeah, it might be too tricky. Maybe Pat can track it, but it don't have to go on the map. Pat, Pat, are you there, Pat? Wonder Boy. I'm here. Wonder Boy. It takes Pat a little Burn. while to unmute, but I'm yeah, here. Yeah, there he is. Wonder Boy, Pat Byrne, the the one member of the Best Show uh, staff that everyone likes. Thank you. How many states did we have left on our our Bruce Springsteen map? We had like a handful. I'm going to pull it up. Okay. Um, this was the 50 states of Bruce where That's right. who is the Bruce Springsteen of your state? We got most mm-hmm. of it down, but there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight slots left. So eight. maybe a lot to bite off okay. for an hour, but your call, Mr. Sharp. Oh, I like that. I like that level of respect. Uh, is AP Mike here tonight? I am. Oh, there you go. Oh, how am I? I'm great. Thank you for asking. At least someone asks how I'm doing. Mike, 3,000 points for that. Thank you. Some have said that the point system is a little out of whack, that Jason only got four points for getting Rob Halford on the show, and Mike <laughs> just got 3,000 points for saying, How are you? Um, but look, I learned from the best, Chris Hardwick told me all about points and the distribution thereof mike tomorrow's a momentous day isn't it it is first of all let me just say i played that's right twist of cane by danzig off of the album danzig from 1988 and i'm gonna get that's a little teaser for everybody because we just recorded a new episode of rubenesque the best show Rick Rubin recap program where we go through each and every production in Rick Rubin's storied career. And we listened to the Danzig album as one of the records we listened to. So you can, that should be coming out very soon. Rubenesque. Keep your ears, ears and eyes peeled for that. But tomorrow, can I say this, Mike? Is this, is yeah, sure. I say? Did you see uh, marketing uh, <laughs> the plug? The call came in finally. The bell was rung. Is that like a Phillies thing? Ring the bell? I guess so. Something like that. I don't know. Um, I'm going to be on uh, a podcast called Egg Foo What tomorrow. I'm going to be doing a, a taping of Egg Foo What, which is a a, a, a 
show that reviews uh, different uh, different uh, Chinese uh, food, uh, like restaurant delicacies, and tries to explore the the more arcane things on the menu that might not be your automatic uh, go-to order. And it's a show that is hosted by AP Mike and his sidekick. <laughs> yeah, uh, Greg Wilson. Greg. Um, <laughs> if, if, if we were doing who's on first, be like, yeah, it's a lot of baseball <laughs> players these days and they got funny names. Be like, yeah, who is the guy's name? And But it's just his name. Who? Let's. Let's not have any uh, monkey business going on now. His name, the player's name is who? Before we do that whole who's on first thing. Now, I'll be on with Mike and Doug Daniels, and it's going to be fun. We're going to talk all about food. So keep uh-huh. your ears peered for Rubenesque 3, only on the Patreon, I should mention. Only on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show. That's how you get the... Uh, that's how you get to hear this bonus content that's going up. Uh, it's uh, very soon, so that'll be up. You can check that out at your own leisure. And then tomorrow I'll be on with old, my old buddy AP Mike. Somebody's saying, ring the bell is used after wins. But you only noticed because they made it to the World Series. I don't care. Oh, you're a, you're a bandwagon. No, no, I'm not. I didn't jump on the bandwagon. I was rooting the thing when that World Series was going on. You know, what I was rooting for Major League Baseball to go out of business. That's who I wanted to see win. the the uh, The creditors, the vendors collecting money from the stadiums before they folded. Two zero one nine eight nine zero zero one two. Let's get those phones ringing. Open phones tonight, my friends. Open phones. You want to talk to me? This is the night. We got open phones, baby. Your topic is my topic. That's how it works when it's open phones. So let's get those open phones ringing. And I have an announcement to make next week. My friends. My friends. Remember John McCain was always like, Fringe. Hey, my friend. Fringe. Friends, next week, your guy Tom will not be hosting the best show. <gasps> Who will, but, uh, but there will be a best show. Well, that sounds like a real conundrum, eh? Who will be hosting it? Tim Heidecker is going to host the best show next week. Tim Heidecker's hosting the best show and he's going to do everything the best have everything happens on the best show. It's Tim, Tim's going to do it. No Tom on best show next week. Tim Heidecker hosting the best show. So keep your uh keep your ears open for that one. It's going to be a fun fun week next week. Thank you. Somebody said too, a little too much excitement in the chat right now. A little too much excitement. Wow. Yes. What? I'm here. You think I'm, what am I? A rotten tuna fish sandwich left out in the sun. Even the dog won't eat. 
me. But next week, Tim, host. Let's see on the phones. We got any phone action? Any phone action? Let's check what's going on on the phones. Well, look at that. Let's go to the phones. 201-989-9. Oh, mm, 201-989-0012. Welcome to the best show. Hello. Hi, this is John from Los Angeles. Oh, I know who this is. This is one of my favorite callers and one of my favorite people. Oh, stop. No, I'm... That's very nice. When you say stop, that's where I start. This is one of the good guys. There are... This city is... It's not unlike the movie Inherent Vice, where each one monster is more monstrous than the next. And then once in a while, you need a, a Van Helsing. And... John from mm-hmm. Los Angeles. He's he's Van Helsing for for this city. Oh. How are you, John? Well, thank you, thank you. Good, good. Um, I'm calling because I have a question for you, um, like a hypothetical question. But I have to set it up with like telling a showbiz story. The floor is yours. We, John. Are we, okay. Um, well, do you know about how like Mel Blanc? the man of a thousand voices mm-hmm. got into a bad car accident in 1961. I do not know anything about this. Okay. He got, he got into a bad car accident um, on sunset Boulevard, like a, like a stretch somewhere in Beverly Hills, I think. Okay. Um, and it caused him to go into a coma at the hospital. And um, the story goes is that, the doctors tried all these different things to get him out of it. Um, but then one doctor got the idea of, of just asking him a question. And he went to Mel Blanc and he said, hey, Bugs, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And Mel Blanc started talking in his coma state as Bugs Bunny. And it's the thing that saved him. Oh, my God. That's the most amazing yeah. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a great story. Um, and it's like, and the, the doctor like came up with this last minute thing and it, mm-hmm. and it, it saved like a great talent. Um, but it's made me one, it's made me ask myself, like if I fell into a coma, like what's a similar thing that someone could say to me that would cause me to pull out, uh, to get out of it. I, so uh, this I is... pose that question for you, for, for you to get out of the coma. Look, no, I, no, but I, but I've asked that self for me, and now I'm asking you. Well, like, what would be the thing that a doctor could do or say to you that would get you out of that state? Um, well, I can guess yours first of all. I would say for you, mine. Yeah, I can do yours. Because look, you're a movie oh, lover. You love you love movies. <laughs> I would pretend I was working at the concession stand at the movies. I'd say like. Uh, what size soda do you want? What size popcorn and what size soda do you want? And you'd go, medium popcorn, the large <laughs> Sprite, and a box of milk duds. That's what they would well, do. Well, I you. once worked as a, pro- I did once work as a projectionist at a multiplex. Okay. So, um, like, you could just ask me, can I go into the projection booth and see and <laughs> yeah. look around? Uh huh. They would like, and then set I'd you off. Like, yeah, we get you all. You get all. Like, no, you can't. Yeah, you get all itchy under your skin. You be like, no, you can't go to projection booth. Nobody's allowed. Only employee. And you're like, 
And then it looks like, wait, he's not in a coma anymore. <laughs> For me, it would probably be someone saying something along the lines of, you can't do it. Nobody likes you or believes in you. You're nothing. You're a flop and a failure. And I'll be like, no, I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> I have value. <laughs> then be up and out of that coma. So what we just have to say, you're never going to get out of this yeah. coma, Tom. You're going to be That's in there exactly forever. Yeah. Right. John. Somebody once said to me, someone about when I was in my early 20s, somebody nailed me so hard with uh, breaking me down into the most simple thing where they're just saying, like, I can get you to do anything. I was like, oh, yeah, really? How? And they said, I was going to say you can't do it. And then you'll go and just try to prove them wrong and do it, even whether you want to do it or not. Like, ah, you can't do that. Like, oh, yeah, watch this. That's what would be yeah. my thing. That would be my thing. But, Somebody saying like, "You can't, you can't, yeah. you'll never get out of that coma. You can't do it. You're out of the coma now." <laughs> That's an amazing story, though. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of um, it's uh, like to think that we could have lost him, like you know, mm-hmm. at that point and everything. Yeah. So. We needed that. We needed him yeah. as long as possible because, holy moly, those Bugs Bunny voices after uh, Mel Blanc is uh, that's some bad news, Jack. When they're just like, Yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, want to know, Jack, what's that going on? You know, like, what's worse, that guy or the Fred Flintstone that replaced uh, the regular Fred Flintstone? I'm not familiar with the Flintstones that much. I never really watched it, but the thing that just popped to my mind was Kermit. Um, like how, yeah, I know you don't like the Muppets. Yeah. Look, the, the Fred, the Flintstones guy went and he was suddenly like, Hey, Bonnie, you want to do a like Bonnie? He was saying Barney's name. He said, Bonnie. Andrew, (laughs) could Andrew, could you be a deer and throw the air on a little bit in here? I feel like I'm uh, in a bleeping hot yoga class. A hot yoga class. <laughs> no, um, yeah, but the Bugs Bunny sucked. The Fred Flintstone sucked. Which one did you say, John? You mentioned. Oh, I'm just saying, like, Kermit the Frog. Oh, Kermit, like, yeah. After Jim Henson hey, is there Kermit the like, Frog? <laughs> like, like, I could do the voices for 80. Uh, why am I not doing voices all the live long day? I can say this right now, and yeah. I'm warning everyone. This is a message to Los Angeles. When, not if, when, when there's an ALF reboot, if I'm not the voice of ALF, there's going to be some serious trouble. <laughs> if I don't get to play <laughs> ALF. Hey, Willie, what's going on? Right? I'm the only person that could do ALF and Willie. Alf, why, Alf, I just got home from work. Why are you playing with my ship in a bottle, Alf? I thought I could take the ship in. Yeah. Alf's a puppet, but how would you play Willie? Would you just, or how would Willie be portrayed? I'll I'll go back. At all, or represented. We'll do scratch track. 
do scratch track on set. Then I go back in and I punch in uh, a, a proper uh, a proper ADR session for Alf. Okay, but I mean, would you would you like wear like a weird bald cap and the glasses as Willie? So you would play him on stage? I think I'd do my own Willie. I'd bring my own Willie. This is my just like okay. the way the way the, the way uh, uh, the, uh, what's his face uh, did the Joker. Remember when he did the Joker and he's like, "This is my Joker." What's his name? That's a, that's a number of guys. What's that guy's name again? What's his face? Like what's Joker's name? Um, Jared you, Leto. Are you are you okay? Sorry. When when Jared Leto, you're referring to him or uh, Heath Ledger. There was Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. there was Jared Leto, and then there was Joaquin Phoenix. They were mm-hmm. all the Joker, and then there was Jack. Remember when he was like, and he was just like, uh, "Yeah, I'm starting to think there's gonna be some trouble in Gotham." Remember that? Yeah, I do. I I've been I know you've talked about this before, but like I've been watching episodes of the 1960s Batman show, mm-hmm. and like they remastered them so well, so that now whenever there's like a close up of Joker, mm-hmm. like Caesar Romero's mustache just pops out. Oh so yeah, much more not made, not made for high def. The uh... No. The idea that they just slapped more face paint over Cesar Romero. I like the idea they couldn't even, they couldn't find a, pr- this guy, they're like, you know, the Joker kind of doesn't have a mustache under the thing. And he's like, well, I do. And that nobody could like <laughs> convince him past that point that we really need you to shave that mustache off. Well, I need to have a mustache. Looks like we're at a real crossroads here, aren't we, guys? Well, the the other funny thing that I noticed is like he didn't they didn't put white makeup like further down his collarbone, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are moments where like you could see his like you could see his collarbone or for whatever reason and there's no makeup there. So you know. Yeah, so that's it's almost, almost it's almost like the Joker Woke up late for work, like one of those like panic, like, like he's in bed. He's like, oh, "What time is it? Oh crap, crap! Oh, oh no, no! Oh, I'm late! Oh no! Oh crap, 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 crap! Oh, I gotta hurry!" He goes in the bathroom, grabs a quickly grabs a thing of white paint and just goes just up to here because he's just he's like, "I'll do the rest in the car." <laughs> oh, I'm late! I'm late! I'm late! Yeah. And then Dan Aykroyd's the ultimate yeah. uh, offender on Saturday Night Live when he's look because the Joker ultimately is a fictional character. There is no Joker that it's based off of. But when Dan Aykroyd was on Saturday Night Live, which I got to say right now, I've been watching this new season of Saturday Night Live more like Saturday Night Dead. Ooh, I got to say <laughs> more like Saturday Night Dead. Saturday night on life support. Right? Saturday night. What would you say to get Saturday night live out of that coma? <laughs> well, I I guess like start talking like Don Pardo, you know? Yeah. 
like, maybe that would do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when Dan Aykroyd went on Saturday Night Live in the early, in the mid-70s, and he was doing an impression of a real person who was Richard mm-hmm. Nixon, he didn't shave his mustache off. Isn't that the craziest yeah. thing you ever heard in your life? He's just like, I prefer to keep this mustache on. With that fast talking mm-hmm. he always does. And it wasn't even that great of a Nixon impersonation no, either. it wasn't. You it know? was a bad Nixon impression, and he had a mustache the whole time. A bleeping mustache. Yeah. I remember seeing like reruns on cable of those Saturday Night Live episodes and not, I mean, some things were funny, but then there was just like a lot of it where I was just like, so this was all the rage back Mm -hmm. then? Oh, yeah, that was it. You got to realize it was either that or, uh, or watching like Alice Mm -hmm. or like watching like a variety show would be like the Helen Reddy variety hour were the only things that uh you know that so saturday yeah. live at that point seemed seemed uh revolutionary and then you mm-hmm. watch it now and i just gotta mm-hmm. say well like saturday night dead maybe they don't do coneheads no more i, I watch this show they don't do I, coneheads no more what was that sorry i said they don't even do no coneheads no more no, they don't. Or the bees. Or, or the, the bees. Or the bees or land shark. Thank you, John. John, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to the phones. We got hot phones tonight. And are you ready okay. for the Gary well, the Squirrel show? It was great so. talking to you. You're a, a, a great human. Oh, thank you. And so are you. Bye bye. Actually, hold on. If you say nice things, I didn't want to hang up on that one faster than I did. Yeah, no, they ain't got no coneheads no more. They don't do coneheads no more. They don't do bees. They don't do land shark. They don't do Lisa Loopner. They don't do... Uh, nobody goes on as uh, Beethoven and puts on cool sunglasses and then does, Tell me what I say. Tell me what I say. That was a sketch on Saturday. That was a skit on Saturday Night Live. I like it. These SNL people are like, Oh, they're not skits. They're sketches. That was a skit. So a lot of the time, guys, they're skits. The idea that John Belushi went on, he was like, dun, 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 dun. He's in the Beethoven outfit. And then he just goes and puts on sunglasses and starts doing a Ray Charles impression. Hey, baby, with the red dress on. Like. That's, and that's it. That's the, all the sketch does for the skit. That's all it does. But I still don't know why they ain't got no coneheads on the show. Back to the phone. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to the phones. 
Best show. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? That's Mike V. Late mm-hmm. of the Everyman, late oh, of the infamous beggars group, uh, uh, present of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I know who How this you, is. Tom? This guy, this guy worked up at a record label uh, a long time ago, Matador Records and Beggars uh, Group, I think it was called. Is one of the quality people out there. And then he started this band called the Everyman. And this band was so much fun and so exciting. And then you, where are you now? North Carolina? Yep. First, camp to Chapel Hill to start a, start a family like an old Michael Landon sitcom or something. First in flight. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. But now we have these license plates down here that say first in freedom, which is um, statistically untrue. So I always get a yeah. kick out of those. I say with North Carolina, How are you, Tom? I'm pretty good. They should do the whole statement, which is first in flight, 49th in indoor plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To that point, I think I think they were like twelfth in freedom, or maybe even maybe even eighteenth or something. Like the that. new license plate in North wow. Carolina should say first in flight, fourteenth in freedom, 49th in indoor plumbing." And then they put your <laughs> license plate really small. They put the letters and numbers really small. <laughs> Mike, what's going on? I'm I'm here to talk about Bruce Springsteen. Well, welcome. Well, to the I, best should, show. I shouldn't say that. I'm here to talk about people um, who embody Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Um, because we used to have a game. I don't know. If, I don't know if Pat told you this. I don't know how much you know about the situation. But when the Everymen were a band, we would tour a lot, and we would tour through all the states. Yeah. And we used to play a game in which we would try and discern each state's Bruce Bruce Springsteen. I know nothing about that. Uh, are you go. What are you coming after me? Yeah, what, you want so, a payday? Was this a shakedown? What's that? What do you want a payday? Yeah, you want yeah, to get yeah. paid actually, off? But yeah. No, actually, actually, the lawyer and and the henchman should be knocking on your door at this okay. moment. Well, I'll bring it just on. Just give it a second if they if they haven't. Bring it on. They can they take me to court. Yet. I'll see you in hell. Um, yeah. I'll see those lawyers in and hell. So and so, so the trusty Pat Byrne hit hit me up and Catherine Herrick, um, but Catherine is not responding right now, um, and told us to give you a buzz. Okay. Because uh, there's some, I believe there are some states which are still outstanding for you guys. Yeah. What states do we still have, Pat? So, uh, hey, Mike, and thank you for calling. Mike uh, Twitter messaged me after our uh, infamous show a few weeks ago, and he told me that they had this game in the, in the van, and I couldn't believe it. But uh, he had a, he sent me he had a whole PDF of like every every state that they, oh that the Everyman had. Uh, had narrowed down so as far as the best show our states left we have eight left we have georgia arizona hawaii wisconsin iowa colorado idaho and nevada well i can say hawaii is bruno mars we i think we did do that one hawaii has to be bruno mars yes that's actually what we have as well that is correct yes ding 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 well i'd say you are correct because you have what i had ding 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 um, so let's think Arizona, Alice Cooper, right. Alice Cooper likes being in Arizona. You could say Rob Halford. He likes being in Arizona also, but we're going to go with Alice Cooper. 
Well, we had Linda Ronstadt. I get it, but and Linda Ronstadt bounced to L.A. That's where Linda Ronstadt made her bones in Los Angeles. Or and Linda yes, Ronstadt. Think, Linda think, Ronstadt never went back to Arizona. But I think we have different metrics. Okay, so our metric was the people of the place. When that when that name is mentioned, a person from Arizona, the very first thing they say is, at the mention of Linda Ronstadt. Hey, you know she's from Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of how our metric worked. It all started with, it actually all started with Billy Joel because we used to do a Billy Joel cover as a joke, um, and uh, we would refer to Billy Joel as the Bruce Springsteen of Long Island. So that's where, for, for us, that's where the whole joke started. Sure. Um, because every time uh, you mention Billy Joel to a Long Islander, the first thing they'll tell you is that he is in fact from Long Island. Um, and. Uh, but yes, yeah, you're, you are right. As far as Linda Ronstadt, I don't think she has any association with Arizona. But Arizonans is what I think they're called. Uh, they, they very much, I believe, have an association with Linda Ronstadt. Sure. But uh, for the thing, we want people who still honor the state to some capacity for certain things. And I'm going to say that uh, Alice Cooper still calls Arizona home. I once stalked Alice Cooper down, uh, I think it was Mott Street. Um, I followed him from place to place. Um, the quiet part loud much? Quiet part loud much? No, that's the most. <laughs> your lead, this is what you lead with. You're supposed to go, hey, Tom, it's Mike. I once stalked Alice Cooper. <laughs> we haven't talked in a decade, Tom, but can I tell you about the time I stalked Alice Cooper? Let's hear about street. this. I want to hear about this, Alice Cooper. Well, how did you stalk Alice Cooper? I was um, I was going for lunch at, when I was at Matador. We mm-hmm. were on the west side of, mm-hmm. of Manhattan, and uh, we used to often walk. No, it wasn't Mott Street. Where was it? Um, it might have been. No, it was somewhere. No, it was somewhere in the village. And we um, would walk, you know, into the village for lunch or whatever. And uh, it was uh, I saw him with uh, what I assume was his family, and they were they were shopping, they were boutiquing. Um, and uh, and I I followed them into I would I would have, I would say like three not into but I I didn't I may have hung out outside no sure. less than three boutiques so you hovered uh, you never, hovered you're I hovered peeking I hovered. in the window watching him drift through the racks yeah right yeah but he was very listless I think he was with a daughter and mm-hmm. uh, she was driving the boat and he yeah. was just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not not as interesting as as the uh, the non relationship I struck up with Paul Rudd, who uh, I think maybe at, at, for a time had a place near our offices, and it, it got to the point where Paul Rudd and I would pass each other so often in that neighborhood that we would we would give each other the nod, mm-hmm. like the hey, what's up, but like, but never never actually spoke to each other. Um, so he's my he's my most famous celebrity non friend. Sure. Uh, I. Uh... Who would be my most celebrity, most famous celebrity non-friend? I don't know. I got to think about that one. I see in the chat, who's the Bruce of Pennsylvania? It's Kurt Vile. Kurt, well, let's see. Hold on. I've got my list here. Your um, list don't mean nothing in here. You're out of state. It's like flashing a, a badge out of state. It's a cute, it's a see, piece our, of tin. Our, 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 our Pennsylvania Springsteen was G-Love. 
What about special sauce? Yes. You're going to put special sauce on that list? No, no, just G-Love. Okay. Well, G-Love without special sauce ain't that special. More like G-Love dead. Um, No, this list sounds uh, very impressive that you... What's another state we're missing, Pat? Because we just got... We are missing both, both eyes. We got the, Idaho uh, and Iowa. Idaho and Iowa. I thought we answered those. Pretty sure. Yeah. Who was your Who was your Iowa? Ideas floated by Mike. And he's Mike. Mike did a good yeah. job of keeping track of this stuff. Not not Mike from Everyman, AP Mike. Our Iowa was Slipknot. Is Slipknot the band? The whole band. Well, they'd be the E Street band of of Iowa. Look, if we're going to just well, pick a member of Slipknot, I'd say four. <laughs> Maybe seven. Oh, Idaho. Idaho was, uh, for us, Idaho was Hemingway suicidal years because uh, Florida right. was Hemingway fishing years. No, this, is, this is not. This we, is bro- we broke it down. We had Florida and then we had the Florida Keys. Florida was the quote. Did you know that Leonard Skinner is actually from Jacksonville? Not not the band Leonard Skinner, but the quote itself is the Springsteen of Florida. Mm-hmm. And then the, the keys is Hemingway's fishing years, which brings us to Idaho, which is Hemingway's suicidal years. No, I'm, I'm, this is not. We're not looking for the Hemingway. I, I don't, don't know what his album sounds like. Does he play bass? Hemingway playing bass. Boom, 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 boom. Actually, that's a keyboard. It's not even a bass. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a synth. Idaho. Look, some people have said Doug March from Built to Spill. Sure. Uh, who else we got here on this list? Paul Revere and the Raiders any, are from they, Idaho. They're not from Idaho, are they? They are. And those kicks just keep getting harder to find. And those kicks. Hey, AP Mike, are you there? Yeah. Idaho. Did you have any names for Idaho when we did this? I had, yeah, I had Paul Revere and I had uh, Septic Death. Septic Death. Well, if it's a coin flip, really, between Septic Death and Paul Revere, <laughs> I think we got to go with Paul. We got to go with Paul Revere. <laughs> Paul Revere takes Idaho. How's that sound? What else did you guys have? I believe Colorado was on the list. Colorado. Who do we pick? Do we pick? Uh, do we pick uh, John Denver for Colorado? Colorado was still wide open. Colorado was wide open. I'm we, have put, John, we have John Denver on our list. I think we had John Denver. Where, where do we have John Denver then? Double checking John Denver. Hold on. Because if we don't got John Denver for Colorado, we'll make him Colorado. If we if we have John Denver for a different state, because he could be for West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me now, home. Tom, for some for for some reason, uh, New Mexico is John Denver on our list here. I think we saw that he was from New Mexico. I probably yeah, Mary put, Lou Retina in West Virginia. Mary Lou Retina is the Bruce Springsteen of West Virginia. Yeah, your, list is, your list makes no sense. I got to say it. Well, it makes perfect sense. It, it makes, makes no sense. sense. Mary Lou The people Retina. of West Virginia 
they, they uh, uh, what, what, what do they say? They stand, they stand Mary Lou Rett in a way that people of New Jersey stand Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, but I might as well, you might as well say Bruce, you might as well say Danny DeVito's the Bruce Springsteen of New Jersey then, if we're going to go put non-music people on the list, right? No, Frank Sinatra's the, uh, no, Frank Sinatra's the Bruce Springsteen of New Jersey. No, he's not. He wanted to get out so badly. He <laughs> ran, he never came back. Well, again, and this goes back to the fact that we have we have different uh, we have different frameworks for these lists because Frank Sinatra is uh, is the person that when you mention his name to a New Jersey and they will, as you know, they will quickly tell you that Frank was in fact from Hoboken. Of course, and and they'll also tell you if you stick around for a minute, they'll tell you ran. He never yeah. went back. Yeah. The bum. What a bum! <laughs> Stupid. My favorite, my favorite Frank Sinatra era is when he got that when he had that members only jacket on when he was doing "L.A. is my lady." <laughs> this bum says "L.A. is his lady." Next era. First of all, do you know what John Denver's full name is? Get ready for this. This is news to me. His full name: Henry John Deutschendorf Jr. Henry John Deutschendorf Jr. Who knew, right? John Denver. John Denver was born in New Mexico. Is probably where I put him. Neil Haggerty for Colorado. There we go. Neil Haggerty, Royal Trucks, uh, Howling Hacks. Uh, we're putting him as the Bruce Springsteen of Colorado. Um. Sorry, say that one again. Neil Haggerty. Not oh, Dan yeah. Haggerty. Not Dan Haggerty. They're both mountain people. I don't want Grizzly Adams on that list. Yes, sir. All right, Mike. Uh, what are you up to? What are you up to? You still doing music? You done with music? No, I'm having babies. Well, my wife is having babies and uh, taking a taking a. Uh, I'm getting back into playing music. Okay, well, I have yeah. a little record label that I run right. focused on Chapel Hill and Carborough, North Carolina, and uh, I'm writing full time okay. these days Good. because um, cause nobody would nobody would hire me down here. Everybody right. saw Matador Records on my resume, and they would uh, nobody would give me an interview. So uh, I just kind of had to make ends meet, and I started writing, and that's uh, it's worked out. I love it. You're doing it. All right, my friend. It was nice catching up yeah. with you. I will see you soon. I'll see you soon. I, I hope so. Oh, didn't mean to hang up like that. Hello, best show. Hi, Tom. This is Lucas from OKC. Lucas from OKC. And for people who don't know, that stands for Oklahoma City. Can I um, do a quick sound effect thing for a throwback? This is for AP Mike. You're going to do it anyway, so just do it. Little Chiku. Ah, there it is. An old crack of the beer, the golden glow. <laughs> Had to do it. It's been a yeah, long time since nice. I heard that on the show. So that's very nice. What can I do for you tonight, my friend? Oh, uh, I've had a fucking. Uh, I'm sorry. Did oh, not mean God. to. Curse. Uh, I have had a roller coaster of emotions recently. Uh, I spent, I was voting today and the line was long enough where I was able to 
between my walk down there and the line to that. Listen to last week's best show and double threat. Really? You could listen to both. That's how long you were waiting on that line. Yeah. Uh, I've never been, I mean, even like presidential elections, we just have like a really big local election. So like Mm -hmm. I've never waited in a line, I think for anything that long, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, at least I was able to get, I loved that Rob Halford interview. Thank you. Um, I love listening to Griffin and, um, Black Lips. The Black Lips. It was Mm -hmm. great. Thank you. Who'd you vote for? Wayne Coyne? You write him in? Right? (laughs) So, uh, with uh, the Springsteen conversation, was I I didn't catch that episode. Did did someone nominate Wayne Coyne as Oklahoma Springsteen? Absolutely not. He's not the Oklahoma Bruce Springsteen. I forget. Pat, who is Oklahoma's Bruce Springsteen? Oklahoma is stand by. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Okay. Sorry, the list isn't alphabetized. So just stand by a second. We're standing by. Woody Guthrie? It was Woody Guthrie. I believe it was Woody okay, Guthrie. Okay, good. Sorry. I would have recommended no, no, either, yeah, Woody or Garth Brooks. Who was it? Was it? Chris, Gaines. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines took it. Oh, Chris Gaines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, uh, good time over there. <laughs> he's got two spirits inside of him. <laughs> I never laughed that much in my life. Uh, the funniest movie I've ever seen. I never laughed as much as you just laughed at Chris Gaines being. It's like Chris Gaines. <laughs> I like watch. Um, I mean, Garth- I, I watch like Jackass movie, and I'm just like, eh, that's funny. You're like. Chris Gaines. We love Garth, but like Chris Gaines is like the VH1 version of uh, Garth Brooks. Yeah. There's, there's a local uh, filmmaker, indie, uh, Mickey Reese. He's an indie filmmaker who's been kind of coming up. He has a new movie that's like kind of coming around like the festival circuit. It's called Country, uh, Country Gold. And it's about a fictionalized Garth Brooks meeting a fictionalized George Strait before George Strait is about to die and become cryogenically frozen. And I cannot wait to see it. Well, I'll see that movie. That sounds like the greatest story ever heard. It looks good. But George Strait was cryogenically frozen? Um, I, I think this is... It's that this is like a fictionalized thing. I don't know if he was. I think it's just like a thought experiment thing. All right. Well, let me say this right now. Now that we're filming, I'm gonna say this right now. What were my warnings? I warned the entertainment industry. If I don't get the voice of Alf when Alf comes back, there's gonna be trouble. Trouble with a capital <laughs> T. Uh, just like Tom has a capital T at the beginning ahead of it. There, there's gonna be trouble. If I'm not Alf, and then you were saying- I dressed as Alf for Halloween this year. No, you didn't. 
<laughs> I did. Well, I, I had two costumes. I hosted at, we had this like historic theater, the tower that's on like Route 66. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I have like a weekly like cult film night. And okay. it's usually at like the little bar next door. Mm-hmm. And I talked them into giving me like the big screen at the theater. And okay. we showed Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. And I found this like Alf looking, like a t shirt that Alf would wear, like a kind of funky 80s Hawaiian style shirt mm-hmm. and I came out on stage as a and my joke was like hey I'm Alf and then we're like take 10 minutes go get a drink go to use the bathroom but and you had no you had no costumes. fur on you you had no fur anywhere I, I, I'm a hairy dude so you had no fur it, it sounds it like you were Magnum P.I. Yeah, for I, Halloween <laughs> Not Alf. <laughs> Your first, because first of all, his name's not Alf. Alf is a classification for him, alien life form. His name's Gordon Shumway. Yeah, he's from Melmac. What's what's his real name? Gordon Shumway. <laughs> I want to see. Is that record? I have a bo- a thing from a back of a cereal box it was a 45 45 what do you call it's it like when they would put singles like like flexi like, disc kind of like a flexi disc but literally on the back of a cereal box take me out to the i think it was called take me out to the ball game comma alf if i remember correctly here it is <laughs> take me alf comma to the ball game let's take a listen to what this sounds like <laughs> Can you imagine Alf going to a baseball game? Like, would he be interested in it? I think he'd have, have fun. You think Alf would have a good time at the ball game? Let's find out. I mean, out. he seems like the kind of dude that, like, anywhere you take him, like, he would just have a good time, you know? He'd be a good person to have at a party. It was a little weird. You know, if they have a, if they have a cat, oh! you know, don't take, don't take them there. What's that? Oh, if, uh, I mean, don't take them to like a house party with the person sure. or the cat. No, no, you wouldn't want to. So are you a big Alf? Are you, are you a fan of the show, Alf? Or are you just a fan of like the um, character? I just like him in pog form. Which is a Simpsons joke. That's very funny. You're making, <laughs> you're covering all the bases tonight. Simpsons jokes, Alf jokes. So what movie? You showed what? You showed Evil Dead Two with this thing, and then what else did you show? You said there was a second movie, but you didn't say what it was. Oh uh, well, we just showed that movie that night, but we just kind of like we oh. ducked and uh, me and my co-host dressed as. Manos from the movie Manos Hands of Fate. Yes. And I dressed as Torgo from Manos the Hands of Fate. Ah, okay. Is that one of your favorite movies? <laughs> you can say it. It's one of your favorite movies. We're just having a nice conversation. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. I'm getting bad companied. You don't talk over me when I'm playing a freaking ALF record. It's very simple. When the ALF starts, the gum flapping stops. I, would, I might get that tattooed on my forehead. When the ALF flexi starts, the gum flapping stops. Hello. How are you?
My name is Tom. Booyah baseball field that day. The Litwack Chowders were winning, and the sky was a greenish gray. But when they saw me coming, ah, all of Melmac yelled, Hooray! Ah! Get rid of the road! They knew their luck was changing. It was Alfred's turn to play. Did I crack under pressure? Did I buckle under his knuckler? Not Gordon Shumway. I turned to the roaring crowd and I said, Take me out to the ball game. Now it's my turn to bat. All right, this sucks. That's that. I don't want to be the voice of Alf no more. That just ruined it. Take me out to the take me elf to the ball game. I'll do it, but I'll only do it for the money now. Well, this elf job, this elf thing's just a a money gig for me now. Take me elf to the ball game. Dude, did elf? He phoned those in. Yeah, we need you to. Uh, hey, uh, guy doing the voice of Alf, we need you to. Uh, do something for uh, uh, whatever they were, sugar smacks or whatever Alf they looped in. I'm, Alf is a cash grab for me now. Thank you. They're saying in the chat, Alf's a cash grab. It is a cash grab. I will consider the voice of Alf. I would prefer to play Willie and do Alf. These are the jobs I want. Alf, Willie from Alf, Howard the Duck. That's it. And uh, maybe I get to play the Joker. I get to be the final Joker, right? Wouldn't that be cool? If I was a Joker, I'd be like, I'm getting jokey. Start joking it up. Start doing... Because that's the thing. There's a Joker. He's doing jokes. But the Joker can't tell no riddles because that's what the Riddler does. So, like, what kind of, what's he doing, crowd work? The Joker? He can't do no riddles. Because that's like, literally, the Riddler's kind of just like, he's watching the news and he sees, like, the Joker being like, people of Gotham, what do you get when you cross, you know, like, like uh, you know, this bomb with, a, you know, that, uh, uh, the, the dam at the other end of town. And the Riddler's home watching this. He goes, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. I mean, am I wrong? Is this guy stealing? He's like on the phone with uh, Poison Ivy. It's like, am I wrong? Is he just stealing my thing? Right? I mean, that's my thing, right? Like, that's my thing. Like, the the jokes, the, the riddles, are. it's my thing. This guy's, I got to talk to him. I got to say something. I got to say something. He's stealing. I feel like he's stepping on my toes a little bit. Take me elf to the ball game. So I can do that. Howard the Duck, I would just do my voice for that, right? But Willie, oh boy, if I ever got to do Willie, I'll do for the character of Willie what the Joker did for Joaquin Phoenix and for Heath Ledger. I'll win. An, I'll be the first person to win an Oscar for a TV show. That's how good my Willie will be. They'll just be like, we're nominating it for, he's going to be an EGOT in one year for one project. Because I'll do a, 
I'll do Willie. Maybe I'll do like an album, like Willie Speaks, and then that'll get me the uh, the the Grammy. But I'll record that on stage, which will get me the Tony. And then we'll shoot the ALF series, which will get me the Emmy, but then we'll play it in a theater, which will get me the Oscar. EGOT in one shot. And I take all four awards, you know what I do? I set them all on fire. I say awards mean nothing. This is uh, There should be no, uh, uh, the arts are not a competition. And I smash all of them. Then I do it again. I just win next year. And I say, these I'll keep. Um, we should. Oh, my God. I just got a text. What regular caller to the best show? Let's put this out there for the listeners. What, f- what very good friend of the best show would send me a message? I have all the Alf Flexi discs. There's one called Melmac Rock that I'm sure is on YouTube. Which member of the best show community? Somebody already got it in the chat, Jake. Yep, right off the bat, Jake, Jake. Everybody was just like, Jake, Jake, Fogeldorf, Fugelnest, Jake, Jake. Yep, Jake, we know you too well. And also, I'll give you like $300 so that Melmac Rock. What, what condition is it in? I, I can only do, uh, I could do 400. That's the most I could do. 400. For, what, what do we got? Is that VG minus? VG minus? And somebody said, Jake rules. Yes, Jake, you're the best. I love you, buddy. We all love you, Jake. And huh, Anybody who heard the Rob Halford uh, interview we did, we recorded that a few weeks ago. What did Rob Halford say on it when I asked him a question? I said, Rob, and I could call him Rob at this point. I said, Bob, Bob Halford, Bobby, Bobby Halford. No, I said, Rob, I said, Mr. Halford, sir. Who is there that you would still like to meet? And who did he say? He said, Dolly Parton. And then, oh, lo and behold, he's at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this weekend. Who's he up there with? That's right. Dolly Parton. You heard it here first. Best show. We get it going. That's how we do it. Hey, uh, Jason Dudio Gore. Tom, he might be in the back room theater. Ah. Might take him a second. Okay, okay. And thank you. Somebody in the chat just pointed out you can't spell Halford without Alf. Maybe get him to play Willie. That's the pairing. He's on his way. That's the pairing. I'm Alf. Rob Halford is Willie. Quick question. I was in the theater. I ran. It's 30 feet away. God, I'm, I'm going to call a physician. If you that's might need to. 30 feet. We're here. That's troubling. I'm here. That's truly no. alarming. What's your question? 
You should have at least caught your breath by now. No, I'm not. It's going to come. It seems like it's getting worse. I'm going to catch it. Seems like you're getting more windy. It's going to come. What's the question? That's your move. You have a chance to do any uh, printouts? Oh, yeah, you got it. Oh, good. want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to make sure because we can't start the the festivities. The festivities can start whenever. I'm going to run back. Oh, my God. I tell you. More subtle. uh, It's like uh, the Sweet Life with Zach and uh, Cody had more subtle performances on it. Not a whole nuance in that performance. But God love him. God love him. We love you, Jason. Duty of Gore, we love you. All right, let's get ready. I'm going to play a... What I'm going to do is play a record. And then... Then we'll go to the theater. Does that work for everybody? I'll play a song. Then we go to the theater for the Gary the Squirrel show. That would work for me. Now, this is Andrew. He's the engineer of the show, and he's he's the newest member of the family, and uh, some call him the baby of the best show family. <laughs> but I don't. Not me. Some picture him in a high chair. <laughs> a little bonnet, rattle. I say he's an adult. He's an adult, for Christ's sake. They say, for the love of Christ, he's an adult. Say, Christ on a crutch, he's an adult. All right, let's pick a a song out we can play. What do you want to hear, Andrew? Oh, what do you got? You got any, um, I don't know. know. You got any dinosaur on the top here ready to go? Do I? That always works. Do I? All right. One thing before you play the song, if we don't mind, just want to remind our viewers slash listeners that we're going to be switching over and you're going to have a little bit of a buffer period. Um, So you might have to refresh your stream after about 30 seconds or so. Might be a little bit longer this time, uh, but just, you know, just keep going until Mm -hmm. you get the the stream back. Yeah, that's how you do it, everybody. Just hit refresh and then... It'll come back up, and we'll be in the theater for the premiere episode of the Gary the Squirrel Show. And let me reiterate a couple things before we go there. First of all, this week, doing the best show. Next week, I'm not the host of the best show next week. Tim Heidecker will be hosting the best show next week. The Patreon is the one-way you support the best show. It's patreon.com slash the best show. That's how you support it. That's how you get the bonus content. We just recorded a new episode of Rubenesque. That is going to go up. It is going to go up very soon. It's recorded. There's going to be a new Ask Tom next week. More Four Horsemen episodes going up. We're going to do another one of those. Every week, you're going to get new content, exclusive only to the Patreon. And look, I had to get rid of my nails. My nails are so beautiful and red. I had to do this for a job. What job? I'm not going to say what it is. 
not going to say what job it is, but I'm going to say this. The coolest thing that there ever was is going to get a little cooler when yours truly gets in there and does his thing the way only he slash I can. So, other announcements? Do we have any other announcements? Let me make sure before we go to this Gary the Squirrel portion of the show. Okay, subscribe to the best show on your podcast app. Get a new episode every Wednesday and best show best every Friday. If you're a Forever Dog Plus member, that's a Forever Dog Dot Plus. Get all those things and they're ad free. Support the best show on Patreon for bonus content and ad free episodes. Lots of exciting stuff coming, including. There's going to be a show. It's going to be me and uh, John Worcester is coming called S&W Q&A. That's coming. What am I, the Magilla Gorilla here? I've got somebody staring in the window at me. I feel like I'm at the bleeping pet store, and I'm the pet. I feel like I'm at the bleeping bakery, and I'm a donut. You can also watch video episodes of The Best Show over on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash best show for number four life. So Andrew's request was Dinosaur Jr. What Andrew wants, Andrew gets. Let's listen to some Dinosaur Jr. This is one of my favorite songs off one of my favorite albums. It's called Sludge Feast. <gasps> didn't play and it didn't play for the love of god can you believe that cheese and crackers that thing didn't play cheese and crackers i says now yes shall we oh you rat bastard still not getting anything you rat bastard of all the nights gary the squirrel's hearing this he's probably laughing hearing the unprofessionalism gary we apologize Here's Dinosaur Jr. Live from North Hollywood, California, it's the Gary the Squirrel Show with special guest James Urbaniak, Anna Roisman, comedy from James Fritz, sidekick Scott Rogowski, and now, the only late-night host digging up your front yard trying to find his hidden nuts, Gary the Squirrel! All right, all right! What's up, Los Angeles? Your boy's home! I did it! I did it! I'm back! I got my own talk show! It's all gravy from here. Nothing gonna go wrong in my life no more. Well, welcome to the Gary the Squirrel Show. Very exciting, very exciting. What's in the news? What's in the news? The Watcher. Anybody see The Watcher? The Watcher's currently the number one show on Netflix. A second season has already been announced. Focusing on a millennial 
who doesn't check his email? Texas Senator Ted Cruz was booed. And he was hit with a beer can during the Astros World Series parade. Many were concerned, but an updated report showed that the beer can was fine. The beer can. Don't care about him. The can is worth more than him. What else is going on? What else is going on? A New York City pop-up cafe is modeled after Central Perk coffee shop that was made famous on Friends. Fans were surprised to see how accurate the interior was to the one on the show. They were also surprised. They were also surprised to see that Matt LeBlanc works there. Matt LeBlanc, Joey. How you doing? What else? What else? A new study reports that drinking beer. I thought you would cheer for beer. A new study reports that drinking beer can help prevent Alzheimer's. We've got enough fan of Alzheimer's here. When seeking volunteers for the study, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh stood up and screamed, I will go as tribute! Very political. Very political. I don't shy away from the political stuff. I'm like Mort Saul! I'm like... Club random. What else is going on? What else? For the sixth year in a row, strawberries have topped the list of the world's dirtiest fruits and veggies. Better luck next year, butt lettuce. Butt lettuce. My writers, they're not so good. My writers should be called wrongers with some of these jokes. Wrongers! Dolly Parton has announced a new pet line that provides wigs for dogs. And it's called Doggy Parton. That name won out over other suggestions, such as, I will always love dogs. Why'd you come in here looking like dogs? And of course, Jolene is the name of my dog. CNN has parted ways with legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin. Sad news for CNN viewers, but great news for viewers of Pornhub's struggling news division. Pornhub! 
Oh, what else? What else? In politics, Donald Trump. There you go, thank you. Donald Trump is starting to fight with Ron DeSantis as they both jockey for the 2024 Republican nomination. Wow, what an embarrassment of riches for the GOP, huh? You can either choose between a candidate that looks like a shaved gorilla that fell into a cotton candy machine or one that looks like Ronald Reagan if your TV's aspect ratio is incorrect. Aspect ratio. And have him thrown out of here. Who said that? Have him thrown out. You're coming here to yell out the wrong things. You can be feet. All right, that's all the jokes we got for That's the monologue. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And boy, oh boy, we got a great show for you tonight. We got James Urbaniak. Anna Roisman. And the comedy stylings of James Fritz. And I want to say hello to my band leader and my former roommate, Vance. How's it going in advance? Vance? Hey, Vance! Boy, oh boy. Dude's on his own planet. Starts playing that prog rock. He checks out. Okay, okay. Now let's say hello to my sidekick. My second banana. The one and only, Scott Rogowski! Hey! How's it going, Scott? Gary, it's going well. How are you, my friend? I'm good, I'm good. Welcome to the Gary the Squirrel Talk Show. You're the, you're the sidekick. I'm the sidekick. Here with Mort Squirrel over here. Look at this. We yeah. got him. Yeah, you got it. I welcome you. You're a talent. Well. You're a friend. Yes, thank you. And I owe you money. <laughs> well, you owe me money. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. You owe me money, Gary. Now, you, Scott, for people who don't know, you used to be the host of an online trivia game. Yes. Called High C. <laughs> close, close. Yes, that was uh that was my show HQ HQ trivia, Gary. That was a fun time. Yeah. Some years ago now. Yeah. But this is uh this is my new gig here, Gary. I'm loving it. Yeah, this is great for you. Yeah. You're doing great. You also got a store. Tell us more about that. Yes, small business owner, Gary. Yeah. I'm a small business owner. What seems a little Republican that phrase, but <laughs> What's the name of the store? It's called Quiz Daddy's Closet. Quiz Daddy's Closet is the name of the store. That's my uh, my shop in Santa Monica. I sell vintage clothing, used clothes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's going well, too. So things are great for me, Gare. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yep. Sounds like it. 
Now look, Scott, I know there's a lot of people say your best days are behind you. That you're in free fall. <laughs> that you're doomed. Yeah. That the clock is ticking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. you're most likely, the way things are going, you're going to end up hosting the 2023 Keepies. <laughs> That's the Oath Keeper Award Ceremony. The, keepy, the Keepies. <laughs> I should be only so lucky, Gary. But let me tell you. They're wrong, Scott. Oh. They're wrong. Wow. Well, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really giving them much credence to begin with, but yeah. Yeah, but look, sure. They got, you know, sure. You went from having Robert De Niro on your show. You went from having like Robert De Niro on your that show. Was, that was a big show. That was a big now, show. Now you're dealing with a customer who's yelling at you as because you don't have the docking shirt in a two XL. Yeah. Oh, we threw that guy out. Scott. Docking. But look, that means nothing. You're here with me. I've got some nice shirts. I've got some good shirts, Gary. It's you and me together forever. That's right. We're doing it. Now give, do you have a website? Yeah, I, I haven't figured out the website yet, but uh, I this have. This guy hasn't figured a website out. I'm doing brick and mortar, you know? That's. That's my, my, my approach here. I have an Instagram page. Ooh. Instagram. How'd you get one of those? You that was somebody? tough to get. It was tough to get. You must know somebody. I had to put a word in up top. Yep. What's the Instagram? It is uh, qdc.vtg. I, I shortened it. I rebranded. Quiz Daddy's Closet. I tried to go hip. I think it was a bad idea, frankly. QDC. QDC.vtg. Instagram.com slash. Say it again. Instagram.com slash QDC.VTG. Quiz Daddy's Closet. QDC.VTG. Vintage. Vintage. A vintage. It's the, yeah, it's the cool abbreviation of vintage. The gotcha. QDC.VTG. Vintage. Quiz Daddy's Closet Vintage. Everybody go to Quiz Daddy's Closet and yeah. buy your shirts. Yeah. The holidays are coming. Yeah. Up. I got yes, it's a great gift. They make great yeah. gifts. I've got, I've got, I've got some things from Alex Trebek's estate as well right now. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I went crazy at the Alex Trebek estate sale. Well, we'll do that later in the show. Yeah. I want to see what you got. Yeah, yeah. I might have brought some things for you, Gare. I can't wait. No, we're gonna do a, a, a game. Me and you. I'm ready for it. This game is called. Name that newsworthy woodland creature. I'm not the only one. You're not the only from one. From the woods. No, this is true. Now let's see if you can, how good you are with this. All right, throw it you at ready? me, Gare. Question Name? one. Okay, question one. The National Park Service wants humans to stop licking this animal. Now here are the choices. A. Sonoran Desert Toad. Mm. B. Common Musk Turtle. C. Tree Frog. Now, you'll notice the first answer you probably thought is not on the list. Tom Sizemore. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Sizemore. Tom, Tom Sizemore. Which one? Gary, you probably thought you were throwing me with this first one here. Yeah. 
yeah. making, making me answer a tough question out the gate. But yeah. I got to say, yeah. thanks to the algorithm, something passed my feed. I saw something about this Sonoran desert toad being licked because of hallucinogenic properties in the skin. And these kids are they're getting high in the toads, Gary. You're correct. Sonoran desert toads. That's right. That's right. Okay, question two. I'm a big reader. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, What's the last book you read? <laughs> I read your book. Uh, uh, your, uh, uh, I read Gary's. <gasps> I read. <laughs> What's, the last? What's the last book you read that didn't have a centerfold in it? Yeah. The Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, they didn't have a centerfold. The Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Yeah. Now, do you got sports memorabilia you shop? I got plenty of it, yeah. Do you have a Greg Lezinski jersey? Greg Lezinski. Extra, extra, extra small. I have a Chase Utley jersey signed by Greg Lezinski, which might, might, might not your size, unfortunately. Hold on. Chase Utley <laughs> signed. Wait, Greg Lezinski right. signed a Chase Utley jersey. That's right. Some say Why? it's priceless. Some say it's priceless. You know, Why? people people get things signed, uh, strange things signed. I, I think what it is is Greg the Bulazinski is one of these players that some teams bring back, some of the old-time players they bring back as an ambassador. And I think yeah. he's one of these guys at Citizen Bank Park for Philadelphia. So you have fans coming there, and they see Greg Lezinski, and it's probably some kid, you know, who's hey, dad, so that's a that's the bull, 83 World Series. And the kid's like, all right. And they, he makes him sign his shirt. And that's probably he how ruined it ruined some kid's Jay's only jersey. That's right. That's right. Because it's actually worthless with, with the signature. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't wear it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Blank twice attacked a Washington woman. And a biologist says these attacks are becoming. More common. A, bear. B, snake. C, owl. Wow. I'm conflating this one with a story I saw about uh, someone being mauled by uh, a dog. I think an Amazon delivery person. So that is in my brain now. That's not one of the options. So I'm pretty clueless on this one, Gary. Uh, Attacks by, I'm going to say, owls. Pull that one out. Pull that one out. Yeah. Good old 33% chance on that one. Yeah. Now here's another one for you. <laughs> Rusty the Red Blank, who briefly ran free in D.C. in 2013, has unexpectedly died. Oh. A. Fox. B. Panda. Or... <laughs> See Beaver. Rusty's the name. Rusty. Rusty, huh? Ah, this one I also really have no idea, but I'm gonna go with my intuition. Rusty, perhaps the Red Panda. That's correct. Okay, I'm like I'm like Kreskin up here. I'm just pulling yeah, these. Yeah, like Kreskin. Yeah, this is pr- I'm impressing myself here, Gary. Three for three. Yeah, you're like uh. The dude with the animals. The going let him. What's that dude's name? The, uh, the man, the, the, there's a couple of them. There was, I know you're talking about, well, not Steve Irwin earlier. You're talking about the animal wranglers? Yeah. Yeah, what the hell was that guy's name? Uh, John Hanna. Right? Yeah. 
Hannah. Hannah. Jack Hannah. Hannah. Hannah and her Jack. sisters. Hannah. Jack Hannah. Jack Hannah. We yeah. got it. We got it together. Jack, Jack Hannah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Is this the kind of banter people get when they go to your store? <laughs> I got to go in. I'm looking for a vintage Guns N' Roses shirt. Yeah, it was a great store, but the guy kept talking to me about, about Chase Utley jerseys. This is not interesting banter, huh? He kept telling me, do you remember Q? <laughs> HQ. Yeah. HQ. Yeah. Yeah. HQ. Quiz Daddy's Closet. That's right. That's right. This is, I should sponsor the show. You got a bathroom there? <laughs> no public restroom. No public restroom, unfortunately. Even if I like spend a ton of money? You know, I do make exceptions, Gary. What and if I was in there? I'm dropping two bills. I could, yeah, I could, I could sneak it in my pocket, perhaps. I can get you in there. I'm like, yeah, come on, I got to go real yeah. bad. <laughs> I'll take care of you, I'm Gary. I'm dropping 2000 bucks. Do you want to hear how many people ask to use the bathroom on a daily basis? It's one of my most frequently asked questions, if I have a bathroom. Yeah. And I have to point it to the blue bottle up the street. But that closes bottle. at 4 p.m. So if they're at 4 p.m., I say, go to the galley. It's this great little bar or restaurant. And I say, you just go to the back. You walk in like you own the place, like you're meeting people. No one's asking you questions. You walk into a bar or restaurant. Yeah. You use the bathroom. That's a public bathroom as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, public bathroom. It's a very interesting story. The blue bottle. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the name, Gare. So you tell me, why don't you just go get an actual blue bottle and a curtain? <laughs> That's here's your bathroom. Yeah, there. Here's a here's a yellow bottle. Technically, anywhere can be a bathroom. That's right. It depends on your courage <laughs> and your confidence. The Technically, your every store has a bathroom. The world's your bathroom, Gary. <laughs> the world is my bathroom. Yeah. That's my favorite Smashing Pumpkin song. <laughs> the world. Is, the world is my bathroom. Our final one. High up in the Montana mountains. Boy, okay. Goats and sheep faced off over a salt lick. Who won? Goats or sheep? This is a news story? This is... Well, news is relative. This was reported as news somewhere. Goats yeah. versus sheep fighting over a, a salt lick on a mountain. Yeah. What's it gonna be, boy? I'm gonna go yes, with oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna go meatloaf. counter. That's meatloaf. I'm going <laughs> R.I.P. Counterintuitively, I'm gonna say sheep. Oh, you're wrong. No! In the home stretch. My gut was goat, but I thought that was too easy at that's the end. That's how your stupid game felt. My guts are right. I was playing high Q. You gotta answer and all you twelve. Get some stupid trick question. <laughs> and I don't win. That's brutal. That's a brutal feeling. I feel your I feel your pain, Gary. What did you call that question again? That would have been a savage question the if savage you got knocked question. out. Yeah. A, a big ratio on the wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah. I never won. I never <sighs> won. Many people didn't when you're in good company, Gary. Yeah. You know what? We're, watch this segue. Watch this. Speaking of good company. There it is. That's my job to set you up. You said it's like T ball. T ball, baby. Not like volleyball. Yeah, you could set in volleyball too. We're like goose and, and maverick. maverick and Maverick. Yeah, yeah. Which what? one's which? <sighs> well, you're squirrel and Maverick, baby. We gotta, we gotta adjust. Hey, yeah, I'm Val Kilmer. 
I'm giving you Val. Oh, no. Val vibes. What have I done to deserve this? <laughs> Pet shop boys. <laughs> With Dusty's Brakefield. The best references in late night, Gary. Coming up next on the Gary the Squirrel Talk Show, James Urbaniak will be right back. All right. Welcome back to the Gary the Squirrel Show. All right, all right. Welcome back. Now get our first guest has appeared on shows like Difficult People, Review, Adventure Brothers, as well as movies like Wonderstruck and American Splendor. Please welcome the lovely and talented James Urbaniak! Yeah, yeah, get, get comfy. Get Gary Scoochin, I am honored to be on this, your premiere. Yeah. And uh, it's great to put a face to the voice. Because I've heard you on the podcasts. I don't yeah. think we've actually met in real life. I know it's your show, but can I ask you a question? Of course. Where did you grow up? Jersey! Jersey, so did I. I thought I heard a little tri-state area thing there. Yeah. May I say, you kind of sound like Frankie Pentangeli from The Godfather Part Two, played by Michael Gatso. He's got I'm some saying? Pentangeli in him. Yeah. The Gatso! The Gat, the Gatso. He was also a playwright. The great Gatso. Say, say champagne cocktails. Champagne cocktails! That's Frankie Pentangeli right there. That's, That's great. That's it. Josh Gatso! <laughs> Josh Gad, so not funny. Hey, hey, easy. <laughs> yes, not that's funny. Friend of the show. Can we get Gary some chalk so he can draw the line? <laughs> friend of the show. <laughs> the hey. king of zing. That's what you king are, Gary. The Look, king of Josh, zing. Look, Josh, we only tease the ones we love. That's, that's true. true. That is true. I just want to say. <laughs> that is so when true. When I was in the Navy and I stood on that battleship and I looked out. Yep. Each and every person. All different race, creeds, colors. We were all the same on that battleship. That's right. And Will Rogers said, I don't make fun of little <laughs> Will people. Rogers. I don't make fun of little people. And each and every one of you tonight <laughs> are big, big people. From the bottom of your heart. God bless America! Yeah. This is Gary, I gotta say, I love a talk show that references Mort Saul, <laughs> Jack Hanna, and the closing monologue in Don Rickles' Hello Dummy. This is a generational demo you're going for. And I, as, yeah. a, as an aging Gen Xer, I appreciate it. You know my favorite line from that album, Hello Dummy, is uh, when he goes, he goes, yeah, where are you from? And somebody goes, where? I'm Welsh. And he goes, hey, you Welsh, huh? Let me make you feel at home. Air raid. Hey, no, cave in. Yeah. <laughs> he was rant, rant, cave in. Cave in. But it was only gentle fun that he was poking at the yeah. victims of World War II. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't in the Navy. No, That's no, I got the reference. <laughs> I don't want one of these Navy guys coming after me. Gary, you were in the Coast Guard, if I recall, in Jersey. Like around and Sandy the Coast Hook. Guard's just as much a part of the military <laughs> as the Marines. It might even, some say it's harder <laughs> to be in the Coast Guard because you got to put up with people making funny. That's right. And so you overcompensate a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where you got that t tough exterior. 
Thank you. <laughs> now, uh, James. Yes, yes. You grew up in Bayonne. I do. Well, I was born in Bayonne, and I lived there until I was eight, and then I moved to Marlboro in Monmouth County. Springsteen, uh, Springsteen's County, Gary. Springsteen's yeah. County, right next to Freehold. Yeah. Rumson. Rumson is a little Tony. We call that Tony. Not, yeah. in, the, not in the soprano sense of a guy named Tony. Quite the opposite. A sort of rarefied, uh, well-to-do area. Posh. I had a friend. I had a friend who lived in Rumson. I used to make football bets with a guy named Little Tony. <laughs> in Rumson. Yeah, in Rumson. Interesting. Springsteen lived in Rumson at one point. When you do well, you move to Rumson. Yeah. Notice I ain't living in Rumson. No. It ain't been so easy lately. That's that's the phrase I use. This ain't no Rumson. When things this aren't ain't going no well. Rumson. Last two years have been no Rumson. James. Yes. <laughs> Gary's from Nutley, isn't he? Hey, there you go. Hey little, little Jersey pun there. there hey yo. Leave it to the New Yorker. Nutley. When is Long <laughs> Island gonna succeed? <laughs> Are you after, asking me? After this election, we yeah. could we could see it. They should just push it into the ocean. <laughs> Cut it loose. Like the way Bugs yeah. Bunny saw it off Florida. Exactly. You're kind of like Bugs Bunny. You're 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 a traditionally sort of cute woodland creature, but you have like a city attitude. Yeah, I like it. You don't mess with me. <laughs> you leave me alone, I leave you alone. Don't mess with the re. You mess with me. I stop playing mind games, baby. Just like Bugs Bunny, I'll get deep into your mind, make you go crazy. I'll put on lipstick and a dress. You won't know which way's up. Yeah. Psychological damage. James, what's it like to be an actor? Well, I'll tell you, it has its ups and downs, Gary. <laughs> but things are going pretty well. I'm actually, uh, you know, sometimes you're not working a lot. Sometimes you are. But I am in a, a big film that's opening uh, uh, this Friday in Selected Cities. Mm. And then it opens in wider release later this month. It's by a big director, Gary. Can you guess? You get three guesses. Guess the director whose movie I'm in. It opens this weekend. It does open this weekend in selected mm, cities, Gary. Nutley. Do we know which cities? Not, uh, Nutley, Rumson, and... Uh, <laughs> the Amboys. And the Amboys. <laughs> big director. Big director. You want a hint? Give me a hint. Okay. His first initial is S. It's a man. S. S. Yes. It's not. It's not uh, Stanley Kubrick. He he died. He passed away. He passed. Yeah. I have a guess. Starts with an S. He starts with an S. Who is it, Gary? Steven Soderbergh. Oh, you're so close. Oh. In fact, you got you got two. You got a couple Ooh, syllables I correct. I know it is. Who is it? Steven Spielberg. It's Spielberg. Wow. Yes. Wow. Fablemans. I'm in the Fablemans, Gary. Who do you play? I play Papa the Fableman. I, I do not play a Fableman, but I play young Fableman's high school principal. Give me a little taste of that. I will. I'll give you a little taste. Hey, folks, here we are at the prom, and we're going to show young Sammy Fableman's movie that he made at the beach. Ooh. And that's it, Gary. I like it. Now, it's only one scene, but as you know, if you have a small part in a Spielberg, we're still quoting the guy in Jaws who said, Oh, what? We're still quoting him. That's yeah. right. So yeah. I hope that they'll still be quoting me in the future. We're and still... now here's Sammy Fableman's movie, folks. <laughs> I'm the principal. Pretty soon you'll be out by the airport signing autographs at a 
trade show. I hope so. <laughs> Next to the Batmobile. Yes. We got the Batmobile kid from Knight Rider and the guy from Fablements. I'll tell you the something. Principal. Yeah. I'll be taking tickets. I once saw James Tolkien, the principal from Back to the Future at a con. So there's a big future for actors who have played principals yeah. <laughs> in movies set in high schools. McFly. McFly. Yeah. Maybe James Tolkien and I could share a table to movie principals. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. How do you remember all those lines? <laughs> you know, everyone asks that. Teach me how to act. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'll teach you. I'll teach you. Uh, uh, let's say the line is to be or not to be. Okay. Now let's say that's, let's pretend, Gary, that that's a new line. Yeah. It's from a new play. Uh, so what you do, you use it, and those words just aren't sticking. You just can't remember them. Yeah. So what I do is I create a mnemonic device. It's visual imagery. So I picture two bees, bumblebees, and then okay. I picture two dead bumblebees next to them. So you have two bees and then two not bees because they're dead. Hmm. Now try it. Let me hear you say that line. Two dead bumblebees. Okay, this is the, this is the slippery slope <laughs> because you start saying the mnemonic device and it sounds like gibberish. But that's a little tip, a free, a free hack there. A little to acting be. hack. Two bees. You got it. Beautiful. Or not two bees. That's brilliant. Oh, thank you. That was good. Now, do you have an IMDb Pro account? You know, I, I did have one, and it may have expired. I don't remember. Can you check? And I got to log into one of those. Yeah, sure. I'll give you my password if I, I have it. I got to make a couple changes. Someone <laughs> listed me as squirrel number four on an episode of Mom. Yes. That wasn't me. <laughs> no, that's a shame. They got the squirrels mixed up. Now, you've worked with all the greats. Todd Haynes. I have. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Julie Klausner, me Julie. Julie Klausner, the famous Julie Klausner. I was on her Andy show. Andy Daly. Andy Daly. Yes, many of the big names. Only big names. That's so a, that's a that rule like? I have. Which one? I don't know any of They're all menches to a man and, and, a, and a woman. They're I, all awesome. Do you like crack each other up like on the Kyle Burnett show? Yeah, that happens sometimes. You kind of lose it. Sometimes you do a little... If there's an audience in like a comedy show, there's a good trick. You can do this. You turn around and you move your shoulders and you pretend you're laughing, and then the audience cracks up because they oh, think you're laughing. It's a good. It's a good trick. Yeah. Because I do this sometimes when I do stand up. Yeah. I go. If yeah. Jack Nicholson <laughs> opened up a panini shop, it might go a little something like this. I turn around and I go. You want your goddamn panini? Yeah. And then you squint your eyes like you just did. I want a panini with no goddamn cheese on it. Right. Five easy pieces. You can't handle the cheese. Yeah. That Where kind of thing. Where do they get a load of my panini? <laughs> there are only 40 paninis in the whole country and I'm fucking one of them. Now that's 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 a line from uh from what? Uh, uh terms Art of endearment. Terms of endearment. Art Fern Art Fern <laughs> is a Carson character. Yeah. Are you are you gonna do that? Are you gonna do characters? That kind Heart, of fell out of fashion. Carnac. Not Art Fern. Heartburn. 
I'm just in the zone where you're only making references that people who were born before 1970 understand. And this next movie has Dick Sean, Tippy Hendren, and <laughs> Buffo the Wonder Dog. <laughs> That's uh, right. You just did a movie where about like Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, yes, I did a movie directed by Patricia Arquette. Patty! Mm. Patty, as we call her. Patty A. The great actor, and now she's directing, and I did a movie that's based on uh, a young woman got a job as an assistant to Hunter S. Thompson, and it's a fictionalized version of that, and Willem Dafoe plays a fictional version of Hunter S. Thompson. They give him a different name, but he still has that essence, and I play the fictional Hunter S. Thompson's uh, uh, book editor. Gotcha. That's what it's about. And I think this audience, who get all these references, will rush yeah. to see a movie about a fictional Hunter S. Yeah. Thompson. I was on the outskirts of Barstow when the nuts began to take That's hold. right. <laughs> Fear of nutting in Las Vegas, Gary. Now, James. Yes. You've done a bunch of movies and shows and stuff. Yeah, I'm an actor. That's what I do. Can you, if I give you a project, can you tell me the character you played? Yeah, I'd love it. I, I, I'm playing James Urbaniak trivia. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know that I'm going to be good at this, but hit me. What was the name of your character on Without a Trace? Wow, this is really good because I've done so many procedurals, Gary. That's sort of been my bread and butter. And I, I can only remember the name of my character on one procedural. So Without a Trace, I'm going to guess that I was... um, uh. Rod Terwilliger, because I often play guys with names like that. No. Yeah, I just, that was Hold a shot in the dark. There. You were Damon LaFleur. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so close. Come on, how you close did. is that to Rod Terwilliger? They're always, they're kind of Rumson names, you yeah. know what I mean? Kind of old money names. Now, who did you play on NCIS? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say Dr. Yes. Johan Economowak. Dr. Rod Daniels. There's the rod. No, I didn't really play doctor, did I? You were Dr. Rod Daniels. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dr. Rod Daniels. Yes. Now we're going to look at Sammy Fableman's x-rays. I think you're getting confused. <laughs> I really like this game. This is a great this idea is... for a game. How about on numbers? <laughs> All right, on numbers. numbers. Wait, numbers was... My first procedural gig, it was my first gig in L.A. when I moved to L.A. in 2007. This is a good name, too. This is a good one. This is, and I played a guy who worked in a, a, like, who worked in a startup or a computer company. So he wasn't a doctor. And his name was probably something like, I'm going to go with, um, uh, uh, he's probably, it's probably something slightly informal. His name was probably like, I'm just going to go with Scotty Miller. His name was Scotty Miller, the, the, the CEO of, of uh, uh, computer.com. Wait, do you hear this name? Yeah, yeah, I want to hear it. Your name was Binky Moore. Oh, my God, I was so close. Because I said it was going to be something like a nickname. Binky. And I wish I'd Binky. gone with Binky. Binky Scotty and Binky are close. I got to say, I think my, my memory it, for these things isn't bad. There's, there's, I've, I've come so close. I'm in the zone each time. I now, I do know who I played on Law & Order uh, Special Victims Unit. I do know that name. Do I get a point if I say that yeah, name? Yeah, what was that? That was Wade Donato. 
And he was a young man who put um, mini cams in a woman's restroom for, for his own perverted Classic. reasons. And then if he turned out to be the red herring and because a crime had been committed in the restroom, and then they, but they made their way to my character. And his name was Wade Donata. And if, because I remember that name, because I always felt that was sort of a water pun. Who wrote Wade that Donato. episode? AP Mike? Uh, <laughs> Did AP Mike write that one? Mike, I love you. We'll get you on the show soon. He had something he wanted to say about. Uh, well, uh, I've got something to say. Yeah. Ma- Ma- Jersey, the misfits. Max Wells. Hoboken. My Square City, baby. City Gardens. Trenton. <laughs> City Gardens was a famous rock and roll club. Yeah. Had a lot of alt bands in the 80s. I used to go there all the time, Gary. John Stewart was a bartender yeah, there. Yeah, for back like then. four days. And he's still dining out on that. <laughs> yeah. I love, well, I, oh, who was dining out? Me? John Stewart. Oh, yeah. Well, it gives him indie cred yeah. Yeah. to say you worked at City Gardens. Indie yeah, I worked cred. at City Gardens, man. Yeah. From Thursday to Saturday. <laughs> you're still telling us 48 years later, you're still talking yeah. about it. It was a great time. He was making, uh, um, yeah, he was making jokes about Reagan's cabinet, you know, doing political humor behind the bar. Yeah. He was like, as he's pouring your Pabst Blue Ribbon, exactly. starts talking about Casper Weinberger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, how about that David Stockman? What is the deal <laughs> with his glasses? I'm in Georgia. <laughs> Al Hig. Exactly. <laughs> I got it. Deep oh, cuts. Who, what's that? These are deep cuts from the Reagan deep administration. Deep cuts. Yeah. This is a very political show. Yeah, you don't shy away from that. On a political night. You I'm, know, you should get you should get like a little tiny prop newspaper like Mort Saul used to hold and just yeah. hold it in your little paw there. Boy, oh boy. I read six that guy, I read six newspapers a day. Yeah. And maybe read four. And write some jokes yeah. instead of reading those two extra newspapers. Yeah, you can cut out, like, the parade supplement. Yeah. You don't need to read that anymore. Yeah, what's he reading? Parade? <laughs> Celebrity news on page yeah. two? Sir Walter Scott's personality parade or whatever they had in there. Who did you Sir play Walter on Scott. Scandal? Was I on Scandal? Oh, yeah, I was on Scandal. I, I, I... Boy, what must that be like? Uh, I had a very, I had a small oh, part as a I lawyer. Oh, did I scandal? Oh, I guess I did. <laughs> that was a, that was a humble brag, because often people mistake brags for mm. humble brags, but a humble brag is couched negatively. So I'm like, God, I've done right. so many TV See? shows, I yeah. can't, remember can't remember if I was on Scandal. That is a classic humble brag, Hollywood um, type. Yeah, uh, I would say I was a lawyer, so I would say my name was um, Bruce Sharkney. Bruce Sharkney. Mike Silva. Uh, same, same, scans the same. You were scans a Silva. The and then uh, I was on that show, and uh, they said it was maybe, or, this is the thing every actor loves to hear, Gary. This is a little something about acting. They said, possible recurring character. Not yeah. only did I never hear from them again, <laughs> but when I saw the episode, it was edited in such a way that nothing about what I was doing landed as a character. It was just me giving some information. And then, and then a couple of years later, I met one of the writers of that episode in a bar, and he apologized for me. Wow. Me. But it was you. fine. Yeah, it was fine. I so, think it's time for the Mike Silva Chronicles <laughs> spinoff. Yeah. Scandal spinoff. The people want it. 
my little my little peripheral character. It's <laughs> happened before. Mike Silver. Mike Silver. Get him out of here. May, may I ask a question? May I ask yes. a question, Gary? To, to James yeah, here, when you hear your, when you get your character name on these shows, yes, I mean, you've done a lot of these shows as we've established, yes, and then they, they have to write a character name. Do you ever, do you ever have notes on the name? Do you, do you, do you, do you actually study the name and try to embody this person? I'm gonna be a Damien Lafleur. I'm gonna be a Doctor Rod Dance. Does that sink in at all? It does. It does give you a sense of the energy they want for that character, and uh, this is true, as Johnny Carson used to say. This is true. Uh, the other day I had an audition for a character and his name was like Dr. Bob Smith. And it just felt like it was the end of the work day yeah. in the writer's room. They're like, just put Bob Smith in there. We'll come up with the real name tomorrow. Yeah. Doesn't give you a lot to work with. And they kept it, which gave me great freedom because what's a Bob Smith? Right. It could be anybody. Yeah. So what was that show? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I, we're, I'm still waiting to hear from them, so I can't say. Now, who did you play? <laughs> on? Is this a 90-minute show like Carson in the 70s? It's coming up. All right. One. Let me hear it. Sex in the City. And Sex in the City, I played a shoe salesman named Buster. That's correct. Because, yes. Wow. Because that was obviously a joke. Buster. A joke on Buster, Buster Brown. Shoe. Yeah, Buster Brown Buster shoes. Buster Brown, and I played a foot fetishist shoe salesman. Get it? Imagine the comic possibilities of a yeah. foot fetishist who gets a job in a Madison Avenue shoe store. And one of the Sex in the City's ladies walks in. It's a recipe for awkward, cringe comedy. It's frankly perverted. It is. And yeah. many people uh, remember that episode. It's very fondly remembered. Yes. We all remember it. That was a high... <laughs> <laughs> Gary, I know you didn't watch SATC, but many people did. And that's a big show again now because of the movie, right? That's right. Is there a renewed interest in this character? Have... Diaz! <laughs> what? Jake Diaz! JDS. What is that? J JDS? Are you, is he throwing out your character name? I don't know what no, you're saying. It's a new character. New character. On, and just like that. You have, this oh, is right. a reverse. Yeah, you yeah. have to guess and the show now. Yeah, okay. She's a stand up. They are a stand up. I apologize. They're a stand up. They are a stand up. That's on the tagline. The new Sex in the City show. Yeah. JDS, oh. baby. 247. Oh, I know what this is. This is a character in the new movie. I see. Who what is am a? I not speaking English. <laughs> Wait, it's a hard to parse with the outbursts. You just kind of throwing out <laughs> random letters of the alphabet, and we're trying to make sense of it. Yeah, here. but now I am remembering there is a the trivia comedian, yeah. uh, right? Yeah, true to form. True no, to form. No, By the way, no. I played that a few times, and you, I never won. You did, but I feel like it's all good now. I'm telling you, together it's on a, the couch. That's I, how life works. My line is, James. I never won either. Hey man, I never won yeah, no, either. But but uh, uh, families and relatives of the production, I cannot win. That's an old. That's true. That's true. Gary. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> I think he's. Oh boy. No kidding. Sing it. 2001, baby. Kubrick. Great. Check it out. Yeah. Go That's go see. Pick it, the click. Only in theaters. <laughs> Select cities. Recommended. <laughs> 2001, A Space Odyssey gets my thumbs up. What do you think about the ending there? What's going on with the baby and the thing and mm. the old man in the I room? I can't realize, James, life comes at you pretty fast. And if you're not paying attention, you might miss it. That's good. That You know, if they re-release a Blu-ray, 2001, A Space Odyssey, 
directed by Stanley Kubrick. And then on the bottom, life comes at you fast. Yes. And if yes. you mess up. <laughs> you turn around, you're an old man in a bed. Next thing you know, you're a baby in space. Leave it to a squirrel <laughs> to get it. it does, that's the most concise and cogent to deconstruct. analysis yeah. of this movie I've ever heard. Yeah. Look, you, I've seen that movie. How many times? Five times. Yeah, it's fair. That's monolith. not bad. Yeah, the monolith. I can't yeah. let you. I can't yeah. let you do that, Gary. What's that? What's that mean? What's the monolith? Uh, it's very simple. It's a communication device sent from place to place, and then when you unearth it, it talks to the next monolith. Incredible, Gary the squirrel. It's a means of alien communication. Do you believe there was primate monolith connection happening there? Were they telekinetically di- discussing their plans for the future together? Yeah, I do. The floating pen, does that mean anything beyond just a floating pen is cool? Or is there a symbol there? You mean when that... When, when the, the pen floats, Gary. When that one monkey throws a bone? No, when the pen floats monkey aboard the... Monkey bone! Gary, you're, 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 you're a great talk show host, and you can parse uh, Kubrick. It's incredible. Yeah. There's no show like this. The Kubrick parser. Yeah. Gary, you know, like, uh, uh, I think it was the composer Alex North wrote a score for that. He shows up at the premiere. No score. All just classical music. Yeah. Devastating. Mm-hmm. Talking about showbiz. Who was in that movie and got cut out? Uh, uh, um, uh, Jack Hanna. <laughs> Dick Sean! Dick Sean. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a comic sequence where Dick Sean is the cook aboard the vessel. And he's like, hey, baby. Yeah, he's I'm trying to get this ship to Jupiter, baby. And he's doing the twist at one point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and chaos then, ensues. And well, what happens is Everybody there's no gravity. Be right back <laughs> with our next guest, Anna Roisman. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Gary the Squirrel Show. Yeah. 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 So, go. Yes, Gary. How's it going, baby? Oh, having a wonderful time here. What a night. What a night. James, phenomenal guest. Could not ask for a better guest. I know. It's my pleasure. Now, you brought some stuff, Scott. I did. We've talked earlier, and you've been very kind to give me this platform, this space here to promote. To promote the vintage clothing store, which really no bathroom. In all honesty, no bathroom. Unless you spend some real cash. That's yeah. Then I only let you do number one. Number one. Yeah. Yeah, you could do number one or number two, whatever you want to do in there. Really? Yeah. You yeah. might want to watch out for that. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> Your bathroom is yours once you get in there. What I. Do you, what do you got? Well, so. Look, I've got I've got a really special thing going on right now uh, at the shop. Um, it's actually something anyone can participate in, no matter if you live in L.A. or not. You could bid on some items. First time ever I'm doing an auction from the store because I have some very special pieces, Gary. Uh, uh, we actually, we are, it's incredible timing. Today is the two-year anniversary of Alex Trebek's passing. The uh, Jeopardy great host, oh, no. longtime host, two years ago today. Uh, no! Yeah, 80 years old, pancreatic cancer. No! Gary, know. had you not heard about this? Because it was in the news it's, two years ago. It was in the news two years ago. Still you should have checked Wikipedia recently to know this. Who's the new host? Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers 
didn't get you know dr oz we all forget that dr oz was a temporary jeopardy host and now potential senator um no, but uh, but no jeopardy look jeopardy is an iconic show alex trebek yeah. in 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 my role as the hq host there was obviously a very natural affinity for Alex Trebek. I mean, this is the legend, the, the grand, the quiz granddaddy, if you want to call him. People yeah. call me the quiz daddy. He's the quiz granddaddy, the original quiz he daddy. He always seemed so, mad. He always seemed mad. Yeah, you know, he had a bit of a... Seemed like he had a short fuse. Short fuse, a little curt with something. That's, that kind of yeah. is what made it fun. Um, well, he had a phenomenal house, Gary. He would get mad if, like, you wrote, like, a funny thing on the Final Jeopardy. He'd actively be mad. Yeah, I think he I had think... a professorial quality. It wasn't necessarily anger. What, what I think's happening here is I think Gary's thinking of the uh, SNL sketch of Jeopardy with well, Will Well, this Ferrell. happens. People often confuse no, no, parody I... with the real thing. Right. No, no, right. I know what I'm talking about. I saw an episode of Jeopardy and Burt Reynolds was on. Right. Yeah, and he wore a big a hat. large hat. He was chewing gum, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That Connery. was a sketch. It was a big hat. Sean Connery was on. No, no. It, was big, it was a big Gary, hat. Gary, this is the thing that happens. Like, uh, Sarah Palin never said, I can see Russia from my house, but people think she said that. Is that because true? Because Tina Fey said it. Yeah, so no. this is a very common misconception. Mandela come effect. Up with a, it's Mandela yeah, we should come effect. up with a name for this effect. Let's call it the, the Trebek effect. The Trebek effect. The, the, the Trebek effect. The Trebek effect. <laughs> yeah. When you recall the parody as the real thing. This right. This is a phenomenon. That's, it's, this, this is a whole other episode. It's slightly different from Mandela effect. You're right. It's a new effect. We've discovered a new effect here Yeah, tonight. we had a new effect, a new effect tonight. Incredible. But, Gary, so two years ago he died. Seven months ago his family, I guess, got over it finally and then had an estate sale. And okay. the whole house was on sale. I mean, this was a massive event in Studio City. How much for the toilet? The toilet's... They were, the toilets were priced to move. The the whole thing, I'm telling you, there were hundreds of people lined up at 6 a.m. to get into this guy's house. Yeah. And I, I, I got there early as well. Another buddy actually beat me to it, but I was able to join him in line. It was one of those situations. And um, I spent far too much people, money. What is? People with too much free time. Yeah. There were some nuts. There were some nuts out there. They're giving people, they're giving you run from their money. Yeah. But they're nuts. Oh, um, God. So I, I spent... I spent a, 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 most of my money at this estate. So I got everything from a, a book. Most of like your act, most of like your actual my money. Actual money. I went full. I, oh, I no. invested deeply into the Trebek estate. Oh no! The first thing I say, I walk in, I see a book on the coffee table. Phyllis Diller's 1984 classic, "Aging Isn't Fun" or what something. It was something of that to that effect. And it was opened it up and signed from Phyllis Diller to Alex Trebek. Alex, love you, big. You know, some funny message, something. But signed by Phil Stiller, I, right. 60 bucks. That's expensive for an estate sale. But for a one-of-a-kind piece, worth it to me. A little pricey. That's not for sale. It's, it's pricey. Did but you I, buy it? I bought it. I bought it. I bought that. I bought I bought shirts, T-shirts, vintage clothing. Yet? No, I'm keep, that's a keeper. That's a keeper. I'll give you 9000 bucks for it. <laughs> 9000 We could talk after the show. We've all got a price. That is true. That is true. What do you got? So, yeah, I brought a few pieces of show off here because these auctions are running now at QDC.BTG. We're doing a live yeah. auction on oh. Sub X. Yeah. I like this already. I can see it. So this is, you know, I, I was rummaging through his actual closet. It was bizarre. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Did I'm they just know pulling. You were there? I, I mean, no, there are other, a lot of other people there, but most people are going for the furniture, the art. You know, I'm in, I'm in his drawers. And, you weren't doing as a it creepy were. crawl, were you? <laughs> creepy crawl. 
Well, I was I went just sniffing the furniture and six inches over freaking family out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't you know, sniffing any of his clothes. I was being as normal the as I could. Family, Gary, we all know. I was being as normal. <laughs> I was being as normal as I could be. As Gary, this could was, be. I assume, during the day. Yes. It was a public event. Yes. It was not a creepy crawl. <laughs> you were not driving there at night <laughs> a with a bunch of stoned go. hippies <laughs> trying to freak out. Screw the that. man representing Al's, represented by Alice Trebek's uh, estate. Hey, James. Yeah. I'm going to make a movie. <laughs> what is it? I want you to be in it. Let's it's talk. Gold. Screw it. Screw him? Screw head. Screw head. Yeah, yeah. I like it. The one guy in the Manson family. <laughs> yeah, screw head. That they said was dumb by Manson family standards. <laughs> How dumb do you have to be to be the dumb one in the Manson family? Yeah. He was a real Lamux screwhead. You got Charles Manson playing these Benny Goodman records. <laughs> and he's acting like a fake hippie. Yeah, screwhead comes out. He's like, where's everybody? And it's like the night they went to uh, they went to the, the, the La Biancas. He ne- he's never invited. He just sits there, watches TV. Grandwinkle. <laughs> yeah, Grandwinkle. They won't even talk to him. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Let's see the first show. I didn't go to the Manson family estate, yeah. still. I didn't go to the, That would be a, a fun one, though. The Charles a Manson family. I, 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 now, show uh, this, because this is a beautiful so, shirt. So, um, yeah, just picture this. I'm, I'm just pulling shirts off the shelves to the point where I go up to the front to pay for this stuff, and they didn't have prices on these things. They're like, where'd you find this? I said, it was up on the shelf. I'm just pulling T-shirts that were just probably sitting there for decades. And sure enough, he didn't have a ton of Jeopardy branded things, which is a little disappointing. Or maybe I got there too late and all that stuff went first, more likely. Uh, but a few things were left over. Like this one, just a big old Jeopardy 1993. Incredible. Um, Look at they that. made a shirt every year with the year on it for the staff. I don't. I would seriously wear that. Being, a, being an aging Gen Xer, the early 90s is very important and, to me. And the back hit here, AT&T. USO. So this is probably from a USO tour he did. Mm. Uh, yes. Boy, that must have been a real treat for the troops. Yeah. <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> the guy from the guy from that game show your grandparents watch comes out. You're stuck over in the desert. Well, later they, they brought got out the guy Fran. From Jeopardy's here. Yeah. They also had Fran Tarkenton and the Playmate of the Month. That so was fine. Yeah. Susan Anton. Susan Anton was there. <laughs> 93, though. Was this... That's uh, enough to make me flip... Tra- to flip that was sides. Jeopardy's grunge year. Yes. This was... This was uh, but, but 93 was post-Iraq War? Post-Gulf War? What was going on in 93 that we'd have a USO? I guess it was just, we're still stationed. Like, yeah, we're con- stationed. They're just constantly stationed everywhere. Yeah, we're primed and ready to go. Right. Something's going to happen. Right, exactly. 1993, maybe you heard of a little show called Friends! <laughs> was being created. It wasn't on yet. They yeah. were working on it in 93. Nirvana's never mind. 92 right? for that oh, one, 92? baby. Oh. Yeah. Butch Vig. Well, we've got Haynes. It's a Haynes XL single stitch. That's for the, the people who know their T-shirts. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's a fun Single piece. stitch is fine. Single stitch. You know the old, you know, pre-95, 96. This right here is, is maybe the most special piece in the collection. Yeah. Ottawa Senators jersey. Yeah. Uh, what's special about it? Nice. Trebek. Oh Proof that I was there. Yeah. All items come with a certificate of authenticity, by the way, but this yeah. one doesn't need it because this is this was a jersey that was most likely, and again, I don't have the exact stories on these pieces. I'm doing my best guesses, but Alex Trebek was a beloved celebrity. 
beloved celebrities are often invited to sporting events, hockey mm-hmm. games, to drop a ceremonial puck at hockey games, specifically throw a ceremonial first yeah. pitch at baseball. So he got called to do this, and I believe it's from a puck drop, and they gift you with a custom jersey, and you get to walk away with it. He was Canadian, too. He was Canadian. Exactly. He loved the pucks. I bet you Kevin Smith would give you a pretty penny for that. That's a great point. Yeah. And if anybody has a connection to, the, to Kevin Smith here. Smodcast! Gary. <laughs> ex-Smodcaster. Is this on the Smodcast Network? Is this... <laughs> But this, this is three <laughs> on demand now. That's Ironically, right. nobody demanded it, but it's on demand. I demanded it be off demand. <laughs> off demand. So listen, uh, that's it. That's a great piece. And, uh, and, Gary, and Kevin are... Smith's from New Jersey. Let's go easy. Yeah. Here. Yeah. yeah. I thought you might know the guy. <laughs> the quick stop. Yeah, they made it in Highlands, Gary. I was supposed to be off today. I do want to say that... I spent my whole life in New Jersey. Never saw anybody ever play street hockey once. <laughs> it makes a good point. Just fits his body well, I guess. I the jersey, the hockey jersey. Well, I just I also want to say, this, so this auction's running, and, and, and uh, proceeds will be going to the Lust Garden Foundation uh, for pancreatic cancer research. Um, because that is what, unfortunately, what got Mr. Trebek. Um, this is That's one very kind of you, Scott. Yeah, uh, you know. Let's hear to... for Scott Rakowski. Uh, yeah. Thank you. One more shirt. Uh, this is a uh, this is a shirt, a final shirt here, and this is yeah. maybe the most special one, Gary. Save the best for last. So, because I did my research on this, yeah. and I do my research. So this is it says Coach on the back. Yeah. Coach Coach Belleville on the yeah. front there. So. So Belleville is is a small town in Ontario where Alex Trebek uh, raised his family before moving to the states, and he was his son Maddie's coach uh, at the Belleville PTO, which is our, you know, what's what they called their their local YMCA over there. And so this is a very personal. This is Alex Trebek. He wore this coaching his son, um, and it's just you know some some pieces are cool because Jeopardy we like Jeopardy, but if if you want to really have a connection to the man himself, you yes. know it was well worn and, and a beloved piece. So. Gary doesn't seem that interested in it, but I thought this was maybe... Uh, I actually think that was what? not sleeping. I think Gary was actually in ecstasy. Is that... Okay. Yes. I had a oh, dream. Yeah. What was the dream? I had a dream. I had an awesome dream. Lionel Richie! We're running the gamut with the references tonight. Running with the night. Lionel Richie! <laughs> Love him. <laughs> Another Richie. We're gonna have a party. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh hey. <laughs> we're gonna have a party. Oh, Fiesta. Long. You right. know who directed that video? Uh, uh, David Fincher. Bob Rafelson. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Wow. Come, uh, nice. Five, uh, five easy pieces connection. Bring, yeah, yeah, bringing it bring all back. A, nice callback. That's what we say in the comedy business. It was a callback. Six degrees yeah. of Rafelson. Harold. It's a Harold. It's a Harold. Yeah, it's a, this, this is a Harold. It's very long, and I don't know where it's going. <laughs> this is a Gary. It's a Gerald. This is a Harold with a guy who can't improvise. So that's that's also a nice fun element here. Yeah. By the way, Gary, I play Del Close in a documentary about Del Close called For Mad Men Only. This I saw. 
And I merely bring it up because it was a perfect segue to plug something else. James, you're phenomenal in this. If Thank I can, you. If I can fanboy out here for, I know the sidekick role here, but I really am here to puff puff up Gary. Okay, Moving along. But, but, no, but anyway, great, yeah. great, great, great movie. I want to hear about this. About what? Del Close. There's a good, really good documentary by a woman named Heather Ross about Del Close, and they sort of had reenactments in it, and I played Del Close in the reenactments. I but was, anyway, enough about that. I always felt when I was in New Jersey. I was always Del Close, because we were next to Delaware. Yeah, it's nice. Del Aware is close. You ever go to that Sbarro's at the Delaware rest stop? No. Good slice. I No, I used to go to a White Castle on Route 9 near Sayreville when yeah, I was driving back one. from New York. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Sliders. Sliders, baby. Oh, that shirt. Yes, this, 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 yeah. uh, that's what I'm saying. I just think this is probably the most special piece in the collection. How bad do you want this job, Scott? This, this job right here? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it so far. And, and, it, you know, between you if and me. If you want the job. The people watching here. If you want that job. Yeah. You got to cut that shirt up. <laughs> I have to cut it up? Yeah, rip it. Rip it. Um, rip it. Rip it. Rip it. Rip it. But it's a, it's a it's a very it's a really important shirt to the collection. I mean, I was just saying yeah. it's so. But rip it, baby. I got. I mean, the truth the truth is. Rip yeah. it and rip it. I do need this job. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, mean, I didn't realize this was an audition. This is. Um, I need this job. Gary, you're putting me. You're putting me. I need this you're putting me in a pretty impossible situation here, Gary. Chorus line. I got it. I can't I'm see. watching Cisco Pitter Pat. You're gonna actually make me rip the. You're actually gonna make me rip the shirt. To, is he being serious? This is between you two. I, I I would. I I don't want you to rip You'll it, but I don't know. You'll find out you rip it if I'm serious. All I have is the store and the shirts and yeah. the job, and if I. And the music. Yeah, just rip and it. And the magic. Oh, oh my glory! I was joking. Wait, you ripped it. Wow. What are you doing? I, 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 I used, Gary. We'll be right back with Anna Royce, man, everybody. Congratulations on your job. I ha, but I had the job. Yeah, you got the job. All right. And we're back on the Gary the Squirrel Show. Welcome back. My next guest is the host of the hit trivia game show, HQ Trivia. She's also an actor and also the host of a podcast. Unemployed with Anna Roisman. Please welcome Anna Roisman to the show. Thanks for having me, Gary. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. It's Honored. A real treat. Honored. Wow. Go Phillies. Wait, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, this is a little uncomfortable. Why? Because, like, you're the host of HQ Trivia. Y yeah, I do host it now. Yeah. And then, like, Scott was the host of he HQ was. Trivia. 
That that is, is true. Is that why you sat in the middle? You swapped seats. You needed to get f- further away from me. I'm here as a mediator. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like if Tom DeLonge and Matt Skiba were on the same subway. <laughs> if you may be permitted a comparison, and you are. <laughs> Any bad blood? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'd say only maybe, only maybe tonight with the bad with the, bl- the the bad blood moon out there. Wow, yeah, but I get no. that. You know, I walked into this thinking we were friends until until this moment. You know, it just got awkward. But the <laughs> truth the truth of the matter is, she is the host of HQ Trivia right now. That is the truth. Yeah. Yes. That's the and truth. And I'm the sidekick for the Gary the Squirrel Show. Um. Right and now. I'm a guest. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're a guest on the show that I'm a sidekick of. That's that's the truth of the this feels that's great. the reality of this moment. Wow. Yeah. Anna. Yeah. Who are the nicest people in showbiz? <laughs> Who are the nicest people in show- Yeah. The squirrels, honestly, are pretty great. You're up there. Like who have you met? Who have I met? Yeah. And who are the jerks? <laughs> who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? You wanna know who Okay. Spill it. I want to hear this. I worked, not in, just I, guys. I worked in restaurants uh, for seven years, if you can believe. And I met a lot of celebrities yeah. when I worked there. And name names. Okay. Nicest person ever, Sasha Baron Cohen. Nice. Very, very nice. Wah, wah, wee, wah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife. <laughs> this tip is nice. <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> he didn't. No, he didn't say that. He didn't. But he was very nice. Um, also, Kim Cattrall was very nice. What? My name is Borat. <laughs> Did you audition for that role? For the role of Borat? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get it. That, you, you know what? I would give you a role as Borat. Thank you. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> who else? Who else? Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall was so nice. Yeah, I was very starstruck by her because I'm a huge Sex and the City fan. So I'm sitting here knowing Che Diaz. You're and next these to guys... Buster. Look down the couch. That's Buster. <laughs> these guys didn't know who Che Diaz was. I know. Can you believe it? No. It's Che Diaz. Che right. Diaz. Not yes, Jay. The stand-up. And right. you still were both like... What? Che Diaz. Che Diaz. Now baby. it's coming back to me. This is the. I don't think James is still aware of it. I never met Che I finally Diaz. Finally got it. I finally got it. Um, but I, I, <laughs> I live for Sex and City and Unjust Like That. Huge fan. So meeting Kim Cattrall was special. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I heard a rumor. Uh oh. That the dude who played Mindy's dad on Mork and Mindy was really cheap. <laughs> Conrad Janis. He was the son of Sidney Janis, Janis, who's a famous gallery owner in New York, and they were probably pretty well to do. So that that makes that's bad that he was cheap. Yeah, wow, Janis, <laughs> you know this. <laughs> you should you host trivia. I mean, I don't oh, wait, know. If he, you're... Wait, wait, he wasn't Mindy's father though, but he was an adult authority figure. So, sorry. He ran that record store. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> the ball guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mork. Mork of Mork and Mindy? No, 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 no. He was always getting mad at Orson. <laughs> yeah, Orson was funny. I remember yeah. Orson. I don't I don't know the show. This is generational yeah. divide here. This is generational divide probably. Is it? Yeah. Pam well, Palmer. you you weren't watching it during its original run. You mm. may Late not have 70s. been on the earth yet. N- maybe no. not. No. no. Anna. Yeah. <laughs> 
How did you get your start in showbiz? What was like the first job you got where you're like, I'm in the business? I I got a job um, on a commercial. And I thought, this is it. I'm set for the rest of my life. It was a Walmart commercial. Um, And I thought that was like, I was like a Hollywood star. They they flew me to Chicago. Now, what did you do in this commercial? Give us a little bit of that character. Well, okay, okay. So I played, I I played the employee at Walmart during um, holiday season. And I was selling a a cell phone to a couple. So I, I take a selfie. I take a photo of them. I wish it was a cell. I take a photo of them and I say, cheese, you know, and then then they take the photo. And then I got to be honest. And this, my, my big line was cut. Um, (laughs) not the big one (laughs) because it was, it was not, it was not, it was a racist line. It was not a good line. And the director, like, oh, no. they made me do it like 400 times. And I was like, something feels wrong about this. And then, what thank God. The thank God it? it was cut. No, I had a line. I had a line being like, okay, smile. You know, I did say cheese. And then. <laughs> I'm so terrified. I'm scared to, to say be. this out loud. This is, this haunted me. Look, you didn't write this line. I didn't write this line. I, I didn't even want to say the line, but that it was, it was the part. And it was. So it was a, a black couple and then me and I, and the woman like does some snapping thing. And then I mimic her back being like, go shopping girl or something. And I, it was, it was all awkward and wrong. <laughs> and thank God someone at Walmart said, maybe we should get rid of that last part yeah. of the commercial, <laughs> but they had us do it so many times. And I just remember being, he's like, let's try it this way. Let's try it this way. And, and, and the girl who was in the commercial with me, who's still my friend to this day, this was like 10 years ago, uh, maybe longer. <laughs> She's still my friend. And like, we laugh about this because it was cut. Now, what do you think that character <laughs> would say about Elon Musk buying Twitter? You'd probably be like thrilled, you know? She's probably ready to pay her $8 a month for verification, I think. Eight bucks. Anybody who pays that's a sucker. <laughs> but aren't we gonna feel withdrawal when we don't if you're not verified anymore? Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> Gary, are you are you verified, Gary? Are you verified on Twitter? Good question. No, I'm not. Why not? You have your own talk I'm show. Verified over at Parlor. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you get a representation? What? <laughs> how do you get representation like in acting yeah because look i got an agent (laughs) yeah you're already doing it i had an agent his name's milt gorman and he's in jail right now oh no (laughs) because he was a part of that whole january 6th thing oh shit like he swears he went into the capitol to just use the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) and he did a little more because, he's, look, he's got some health problems, to be fair. But that also doesn't explain why he was trying to sell Chuck Schumer's desk blotter on eBay. <laughs> so, look, my representation's going to be in jail until about 2045. Wow. <laughs> so I can use a little advice. Well, do you have headshots? <laughs> I need a headshot. Yeah, you definitely need a headshot. Do I have to like dress like a fireman <laughs> in one and then a doctor? 
Yeah. a baby with a giant <laughs> lollipop. That helps. And if you own a policeman's uniform, you want to put that on the resume. Oh, so wow. Know. See, James, he's, I mean, you've done so A-cap. much. <laughs> that was back in the back in the 80s. That was the thing. You'd wear different costumes. And you'd say, I own a police. Costume. There was a guy in New York who put up posters of himself in different costumes saying, hire me. He's a doctor. He's <laughs> He's got the costume. <laughs> construction, construction uh, outfit is always wow. popular. I, I do have to say my dog has come in handy before I've gotten I've I've gotten asked to do things before because they want my dog in it. What's your dog's name? Bobby Flay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a toy poodle named Bobby Flay. Okay. And when I got him, my mom was like, one of you needs to make it and he's done pretty well for himself, you know? He doesn't pay rent yet, but he he could So Bobby Flay will be in a back in the old days when we went to casting offices, <laughs> he would be there and they would go can we see the dog? Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, or I'd get asked to do like comedy videos because they're like, we need a dog. We'd love to have you in it too, but we really need a yeah. dog. Uh. <laughs> well, maybe Bobby Flay has an agent I could talk to. Yeah. Actually, you'll love this. Uh, no joke, in New York, there is a, a dog, it's called the Dog Agency. And I remember 10, my dog is now 13. And when I first got him, when he was um, doing well, uh, I thought, I, I emailed the dog agency. Okay, yeah. no no other animal. Unfortunately, they don't take on other animal clients. They only do dogs. <laughs> and I called and I sent over and they were like, yeah, send his stuff, his stuff. And and <laughs> they, they wrote me back and said, well, he's a, a beautiful dog. Unfortunately, we're not taking on uh, new clients with less than 40,000 Instagram followers. <laughs> oh, my God. So what else could you judge these yeah, dogs on? Let's I, I be mean, honest. so I got drunk and I bought 40,000 Instagram followers. Yeah! <laughs> and I said, how about now, bitch? And um, and she didn't they didn't take it. It must have been too fast. It was like two days later. And I was like, put him in the film. Yeah. They <laughs> were like, your dog had 22 followers yesterday. <laughs> now your dog has 90,000 followers. I was like, you know, when you go viral, it just, it clicks. And um, yeah, I guess they they saw the bots <laughs> that I bought. Now, HQ is on every week now. Yeah, it's on Thursdays. They've been on a little hiatus for a, a few weeks, but it's okay. been on Thursdays. Um, I should say, I, I didn't always host trivia. They they never let me host trivia, actually. I hosted the words show. So Scott and I were like a tag team. He was the 9 o'clock trivia show. I did the 9.30 words show. I'd see him in the green room. Scott was like, tag in, tag out. Scott was like, Stuart, you were like Colbert. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. I was Colbert. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and now you're doing the the trivia show. <laughs> yeah, now my show doesn't really exist uh, anymore. Sometimes it comes back, it pops back in. But right now, yeah, I'm doing the trivia show when I host. Every Thursday, but but when's it coming back? I don't know. It's. I, I, it I, might be dead. I don't know. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, you'd love that. Scott. You'd love that. Oh, Scott's I'm so sorry. Anna. Scott's showing up, pulling the you wires out. Yeah. It feels. <laughs> no. Scott was doing a Jerry Maguire over there. Scott's the OG. You know, they yeah. still lose their mind when they see Scott. Yeah. Quiz Daddy. Quiz Daddy. VTG. Quiz Daddy, baby. Q- VC. Yeah. Gotta, everybody's got to go to the store. Uh, Holidays hey, are coming up. And and I'll tell you what, 20% off for Gary the Squirrel 
watchers. Okay. You mentioned Gary's name, 20% off. And you can use the bathroom. And I'll let you use the bathroom. Are you selling HQ merch out of your store? I have my, my, someone made a jersey for me. Someone invited me to their wedding. Beautiful. Strangers. I, I showed up. I love a good wedding party. You went? I went. I don't even go to it weddings. I mean, I know the people. Yeah, at. I, love, I love weddings. <laughs> and they were so amazed that I showed up to their wedding that they sent me a gift. Like, you're going to send me a gift on your wedding. They sent me a custom jersey, HQ in the front, Quiz Daddy number one in the back. I was like, oh my goodness. You didn't have to do that, but it's, it's, it's hanging in my store now. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. How much? That's NFS. Not for sale. That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> I'll give you 30 grand for it. <laughs> You see, this is you're proving my point. I wanted to call my store NFS and have no price tags. And people walk in, how much is this? Not for sale. Yeah. Nothing's for sale in the store. Until they get that thing. Oh, come on, man. I'll, I'll give you 100 they're for finally it. Gonna, 200. Yeah. And they're going to be like, wait, is this Scott's apartment? Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. It's just an art installation. It's just, it's just art installation. Yeah. NFS. That's, I don't know. Anna. Yeah. What can we look forward to in 2023? In 2023. From you. From me? Um, I'm I'm launching a new podcast soon uh, with a friend. I do a lot of impressions. A new podcast, I you think, say? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm getting into a new podcast. Tell me more. <laughs> no, my friend and I do impressions, and we want to do a podcast where we can do our impressions on it. Um, Who give us an impression right now? Okay. Who do you do? I do Steve from Sex in the City. <laughs> Really I do like Steve sex from in Sex in the City, too. What? I do him, too. You do? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, you ready? You do, you you want do me yours, and I'll do mine. Okay. Uh, Miranda? Miranda, I miss you. <laughs> Miranda, what are you doing out there with Che Diaz? Oh, I got to go. I got to go to a Knicks game. <laughs> and uh, I, It's David Eigenberg. It's Steve. It's good. Thank you. <laughs> thank and you. I, I knew David Eigenberg in New York. Really? And that's uh, dead on. Oh, thank you so much. He's never commented on my Instagrams. <laughs> oh, tell him James Urbaniak says comment. He's mine. Hey, Miranda. Miranda. Why are so weak? You just go get some ice cream. Ma! I like eating ice cream. With you. Yeah. You you know, he goes, I, I love a good dessert bowl. <laughs> Why can't we just go get ice cream? And she's like, Steve, I want a divorce. <laughs> I can't wait for season two. Me too. I'm I'm ready for it. So what's this podcast going to be called? It's to be, to be determined. That's what we're discussing. You got NFS, TBD. Yeah, VTG.QDC. They're all DOA. Yeah. No. <laughs> so let us know when that podcast comes out. Thank you. Yeah, I will. You and know? It for everybody. Oh, wow. Coming Thank you for next, having me. The comedy of James Fritz. Woo. All right. And we're back to the Gary the Squirrel Show. All right, all right. Now, when you do a talk show and you get like a comedian on, there's a thing called the wave over. And it can like make or break a comedian's career when the host goes, come on over. Because <laughs> it means I thought you're funny. Will this guy get the wave over? Is he going to be funny enough? We'll find out. But let me introduce him. 
like Dennis Miller, Bill Cosby, Jim Brewer, and Louis C.K. My next guest is a stand-up comic. Please welcome to the show, making his network debut, James Fritz! Wow. Thank you. What an honor to be here. I'll I'll be honest. I'm a little I'm a little drunk. Um, I was at the hospital earlier today, and I promised a little sick kid that I would bomb tonight. <laughs> Looks like he's gonna make it. Um, I was very nervous before the show tonight. I had my uh, girlfriend pull some tarot cards. Um, I live in L.A., so I I'm dating a witch, and she's cool. She's like a Chicago teacher witch. You know, she's like a witch that will, like, hex you and kill you, but she's the best. And so, like, I know a lot of witches now, and I grew up in Kentucky, so I, I didn't know any witches growing up because I guess we burned them all, but... Now I know a lot of witches and I feel like they're all lying to me because she'll pull a, a card and it'll be like a man hanging upside down being disemboweled and like his organs are falling out of his body and then crows are like eating the organs and blood is coming from his eyes and she's like, no, that's a good card. You, <laughs> you, you want that. Maybe... Send in the crows. I think men have ruined it all. Maybe we should all have our innards eaten, um, especially by the election results tonight. Seems like banning abortion isn't enough to <laughs> stop it. I don't know. I don't think I should be able to tell a woman what to do with her body. I don't think I should be allowed to tell me what to do with my body anymore. That's how we got here. Like my, I'm just like, eat every pizza like it's the last pizza you'll ever <laughs> eat or that'll be made even like they're gonna <laughs> stop soon or like i know watch a, a seven part eight hour miniseries streaming on a piping hot laptop just resting on your balls <laughs> i didn't want kids anyway um i've been in la 10 years it's a hard town uh when you're not generationally wealthy it's very hard um i grew up in like western kentucky and you know i i thought i knew i knew rich people i didn't know wealth like growing up like the richest guy in our town was like the guy with the most lumber and he was the lumber king and he would marry the woman with the shiniest ham and they would rule over us benevolently and if we were kind to them our crops would grow and then i move out here and i'm like breaking my head against comedy and i see media mediocre mediocrities mediocre people media shitty comics i see shitty comics just thrive while other more talented people don't and i always wonder why are they going up the ladder so quickly? And then I Google them and it's like, oh, their granddad ran a movie studio. And I'm like, oh, I bet that really helps. Your granddad ran a movie studio. Cool. My granddad, oh, he drove drunk off of a bridge and he landed on some railroad tracks and he died slowly over many days in an old country hospital. And while he was dying, uh, Wizard of Oz was playing on the TV because back then Wizard of Oz would come on once a year and that's when you watched it and it would be on TV around Thanksgiving. And so then every year after that, my father would be in his basement just inhaling black mold around Thanksgiving, cursing out the actors in the commercials because he thought they 
thought they were better than him. And he'd be flipping around. And then Wizard of Oz would come on and he would stop for a second. And, and then a tear would start to form in the corner of his eye. And then he'd suck it back into his head because you don't cry in front of your boy. So my family's connected to film too. We're all connected to film. Yeah, comedy's hard. I don't want to say comedy pays poorly, but every time I watch Glen Gary, Glen Ross, I'm like, ooh, a set of steak knives. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, James. Yeah, Gary? Come on over. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> wow. Everyone's leaving? Cool. I don't know. I want you to come over and give me that one of soda. Oh, okay. What's your flavor? Diet Fanta. Diet Fanta. Is there no, no, yeah, just uh, uh, You did it. Wow, what an honor. Thank you. you. Thank you. This is my late night debut. James Fritz. Wow. No, James. Yes, Gary? Can I call you Gary? Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> What's it like being a young comic in today's climate? I'm, I'm 44. <laughs> Are you upset? That you can't say certain words or use hate speech on stage with no consequence? <laughs> well, that's not really what I ever really tried to do with comedy. I always found it, you know, I wanted to, like, express myself. But hate speech was not why I started. <laughs> no, I always say hate speech is not great speech. Don't use it! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I won't use that. I promise. Start working clean. <laughs> I tried to not curse tonight, but some of your guests had real toilet mouths. You gotta do clean stuff. Like what's his face? Cosme? No. The guy's like, you oh. know that one guy? Yeah, there's like, I'm Reagan. stupid. Ryan Reagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan. Yep. Never laugh again. Ooh. <laughs> Shots fired. I'm trying to get the numbers up. <laughs> no. No. I heard you had a run-in with a horse recently. Tell us more about that. With a horse? Yeah, tell us that story. I, I don't I don't really have a horse Wait, story, a Gary. Yeah, thank you. My writers told me you would have run with a horse. I don't know. I haven't. And I'm trying to do like Comics Unleashed. Yeah, I get it. just ask an obvious question that leads into comedy routine. But make it try sound conversational. <laughs> well, I don't My really. My writers are fired. <laughs> You're all fired. James, you got a packet? I could whip one up for you real quick. <laughs> I do. Wait, how? how? You got a curb script, Anna? Yeah. Can I read your curb? Yeah. I got a curb script for you. What else? You're hired. Thank Whoa. you. <laughs> James. Yeah. What's one plus three? Four. You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, James, what are you doing? What What can we look forward to in 2023? In 2023? Well, I mean, I, hopefully I'll be a recurring guest on the Gary the Squirrel show, you know. Yeah. Like back in the day, you know, like a comic Johnny loved would do multiple times a year. Yeah. You're going to be our David Brenner. Watch it. Yeah. I want to come back and do stand-up on your show. You can do that. Thanks. Book it. 
<laughs> Everybody, thanks for watching the Gary the Squirrel Show. We'll be back soon. Bye-bye. Thank you, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Out. (laughs) (laughs) The best show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, and Michael Lisk. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael List, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The best show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason, website and technical support provided by Martin Sellis, and the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support the best show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash the best show and follow us on youtube twitter and instagram over at best show for life that's best show number four life thanks for listening and we'll see you next week